0: It's sick and disgusting. It's slimy and filthy. What the f*** is going on down there? Uh, oh, I wanted d- uh, to, to share with you guys. Um, I was on a TTRPG stream on the weekend. We did like an annual Pendragon one. Uh, that I'm, I'm a mm-hmm. part of, and so uh, our, my my current our current characters had their kids, um, and so we rolled, and I ended up with, with twin girls, uh, at least so far according to the dice rolls. But I had, I, had, I didn't know we were rolling for like amounts of kids. I thought we were just getting one, and I had put a whole bunch of thought into a name, so I was like, I think this name will just work no matter what I what I roll right now, but I had to think of another name. So anyway, my beautiful twin girls are named Cumley and Sugmilla, and I'm really proud of those names. I think it's going to be great when I get to play as them, but it it seemed to p- partly for a minute derail things a little bit. Uh, cause I thought Cumley was like a really nice Arthurian sounding name with some like, you know, sort of top-notch mouth feel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's There's be- a
1: reason why some names die off.
0: I think this will make this will make these kids strong. You know, if they have to grow up as Cumly and Sugmilla. Uh I already had like visions of like, oh, when I get to play as them, like like uh, the noble lady Cumly is gonna like have like twin uh, warhammers and then her twin sister who doesn't look like her, Sugmilla, is going to have, like, two maces and just go, like, dink-donk and hit people over the head a bunch. Uh, because their dad uses a mace, and I juiced a guy's head uh, when we sieged a castle. It was fun. Anyway, um, it was nice to do some more, uh, t-t-ru-p-jing. But that's, uh, that's not on topic because nobody seems to play the Transformers TTRPG, uh, yet. Ever. I'm not really sure. But, uh, we are playing as podcasters here on WTF and TFW episode sixty thirty nine. Uh Welcome, Aaron. How you doing?
1: Hi, I'm doing all right. Excellent. Had a had a long trip to Indy in hopes of doing fun stuff and everything I wanted didn't happen, and everything she wanted she got double on. So yeah, ha- happy, fiance. Somebody happy double life. one.
0: Somebody double one. Yeah, excellent. Uh. TJ welcome once again uh, did you double win
2: um that depends on what you call a double win I had a, I had, a had a few wins over the over uh, the last weekend I'll, I will take that
0: numerically uh, at least two would you say
2: um one is literally numerical I hit 50,000 on YouTube that was nice
0: hey yo that's double nice. 25 that's double 25 that's technically a double win so we did it <laughs> uh, well congratulations uh, if uh, Google were not such uh, petty misers, they would have a copper plaque on the way to you. but instead they are such petty misers, even though they are Google and have a large amount of all of the money on the planet. Uh, anyway, I have <laughs> I, I can't believe 50,000 is not treated as a as a milestone. For physical rewards. At least send, like, a... Send a jacket. You know? Send a... Send a challenge coin. Send a friggin' belt. A vest. Something. You know?
1: A thumbs up uh, Yeah, Yeah, want well, at least a certificate yeah.
2: that says, You tried.
0: Give me a PDF that only I'm allowed to print off. You know? <laughs> this isn't really actually a smooth transition, but just thinking about accomplishments and whatnot. Our first question comes to us from one doctor paleontology, an actual doctor of paleontology. Uh, who also goes by Mikey, but, um, Dr. Paleontology is our opening listener question, uh, today. Uh, it says, hi, gents, as you may or may not know, I recently retired from regular podcasting and it had an unexpected effect. because uh, Mikey was, a uh, regular co-host on our friends over at the Moonbase 2. Friends dating back to, like, the year 2008. Sorry, I, uh, I was re-listening to parts of our last episode because I went up today and there was the whole part of, like, hey, TJ, the last time we physically saw each other was when a teenager who right now is a teenager may have been born uh and then we were both like we're both shriveling and anyway it was, it was on my mind um anyway Dr. Paleontology goes on to say, When on the show I made a lot of effort to highlight value for money and frequently skipped figures I thought were more highly priced than I thought the public should pay, so as to avoid being a hypocrite. But since retiring, I find myself much more comfortable buying, for example, Studio Series Dinobots or Shattered Glass Hot Rod for the Gridman fix. I no longer feel any responsibility to the fandom, so all my purchases are just for me. As creators in this sphere as long as I was, have you found your relationship to making podcasts, YouTube, or other has had much of an effect on how you shop and has a change in your to to content creation been reflected in your purchasing or interaction with the fandom. Off the airways but always listening, Mikey, uh, G-Wolf V3 no more. Um, so I, I, I actually had, maybe he had told me this, I had no idea that Mikey was that committed to his principles because I am not. Uh, I... I, since probably you're a
1: little, you little man ho chris ho sin,
0: since probably the beginning of the podcast like the biggest problem we have all ever faced and we've talked about before was when we started feeling like obligated to buy things so yeah. we would have stuff to talk about but i have never in my life felt like oh if someone finds out i bought this they will think less of me because i said it was expensive because it's like i i mean i've never been this vocally bold but i don't remember my brain entirely from that long ago but like i'm I've always kind of been like, look, is someone going to come at me because I bought this? Is someone going to do that much work to come at me because I bought this? Because I'll block them with my shotgun. <laughs> Blocked them with my social media shotgun. Uh, so I think that's actually really impressive, Mikey, <laughs> that you did that. But that specific thing, like, no, that's that's actually never. I It's always been in the reverse, it feels like. You know, like like Aaron, you, you, were, you were mentioned because I remember you and I used to. Our mold completionism combined with doing a podcast yeah. led to some really bad yeah. brain now and then.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, multiple times it was. Uh, I I I think I've been the other way. I, I I mean I know that. You know I, you know the way that Mikey's talking. You know I've tried to be better about not buying things just to buy the thing oh. to have bought the thing. Um. And have realized that, you know, w- with those bold completion times, that th- that's maybe not the best attitude in the world to have for financial success. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if, I know that in the past I have bought things that I probably wouldn't have so that I would have something to talk about. Yeah. On the show back when we were doing like weekly or bi weekly shows. Um, I felt more of a a need to do that for the content machine um but I think that I I think we are pretty good about being either hey this is great value for money or no this isn't great value for money from our experiences not necessarily trying to say like oh you know this thing I don't think is worth it but I've not touched it I'm not saying that the way that Like he was going about it maybe wasn't wasn't the right way, but it's not a way that would necessarily be as much for me, because I feel like especially with Transformers, there's a lot of intangibles. You know, how many times is it like, man, I would love to handle that thing in hand in order to see, like, is this worth it or not? Yeah. To get that final step one way or the other.
0: Well, And also, like, I think that when it comes to, like, bang for your buck, I'm also probably just a lot less, um... Or I'm I'm a lot more open about a lot of it, because I feel like so much of it is so subjective that I'm like, whatever I do has no real... I I don't feel that what I do has... It it has, like, slight impact on other people because I put videos up and whatnot and talk about things on a podcast, but, like, it Mm -hmm. still is mostly in service of myself, so like, it doesn't really directly inform outside of, like, you know, does the thing break, or, like, how does this part work? Um, someone else's enjoyment or purchasing, I, I personally don't think, but, um, TJ, you know, this this also extends to the video realm as well, where, like, almost as riskily, like, there can, there, I know there have been times where I would look at, like, really stupid toys that aren't even Transformers and go, like, oh, if I bought that, though, I could make a video out of that. Uh, and I, like, you know, that that's like a an old standby brainworm, right? Mm-hmm,
2: like, mm-hmm. I mean that um, that still invades my brain. Uh, admittedly, my content these days doesn't doesn't uh, depend nearly so much on toy reviews and like oh, I gotta get the newest figure and get it out as fast as possible. I don't do that anymore, so I, I'm mm-hmm. like I still I still find myself like. My, I still find myself just kind of purchasing the way I've always purchased, though. I find, uh... I find when it's time to clean out the collection and banish most of it to eBay, one thing I try is, like, even if it's, like, a mold... Like, I'll, I'll end up with, like, Siege Ultra Magnus, sell it off, Kingdom Ultra Magnus, sell it off, and now I have... I have I've got, like, Nova Prime and Delta Magnus. And something in my brain has said, like, look, People are always going to ask you, what do you think of this and that figure? Try to experience every mold at least once. Or try to have one on hand that you can refer to if needed. So, like, that's still in my brain? Mm. Um, uh, so I, I, but, like, in general, I'm trying not to let it influence me the way it used to. Uh, that said... I I just did I just did a review on a toy I saw at at uh, Barnes and Noble of all places. It is literally like, um, it's it's weird. So like, it is like a Transformer etic toy line, but it's like a it's like a preschool kind of Pixar Cars kind of aesthetic. Yeah. Um, what interests me about the this the figure is uh, it's designed like if you remember this series Drive Head.
0: Oh vaguely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, v- yeah, vehicle the what transforms into head plugs into big vehicle turns into all big robot together.
0: Yeah, like you like if I remember Drivehead had a did that have a car license where like a licensed car cockpit sat, you know, into the chest head area of like a big super non-licensed vehicle thing?
2: I can't remember if it had a license or not.
0: I'm mm-hmm. I'm also very much mixing part of this up with Tomica hero rescue whatever which you know the 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 police car would dock into a thing Mm -hmm. in a similar way sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but yeah i I know what you mean (laughs) yeah so
2: this is it's very amusing to me that that was a thing so yeah it's like i if it's still like weird enough like okay i will buy it i will make a video uh just because okay i I think it'd make a weird video you know so that's about that's about as far as it goes now
0: And creative fuel is fine, because, like, I think there is a thin line between, like, I think this would make for a fun, you know, like, media piece to make, versus, like, oh, I think if I cover this, I'm going to get, like, if I do it as soon as possible, I will get friggin' hot hits, baby. Um, Because I I think that, like, in general, um, a lot of, of media making in the Transformers and toy review space has thankfully moved away from that as the requirement, like i know people still pursue that and that and so i should be clear like that still exists but i feel that the evidence also exists where like if you if you're okay with just getting like you know a a nice f- um stream of hits or like just you, you're nice you know you're you're nice and happy existing uh you can get just as much success just like covering whatever you want to really mm-hmm. um like i just did a video for g1 punch counter punch and it did fine cuz i just wanted to talk about g1 punch counter punch Uh, and then like right afterwards, I put up this video, which was kind of, I, I saw Toxitron G2 dead end on a shelf and I know he's one per case. So I was like, oh, I should get him. I see him. And then when I got home, I was like, I don't mind that I bought this, but I know I bought this because he's one per case and I saw it. And so I was like, I should just make a video where that's the actual video. And I'll just call it the review of this because the review of this is the colors are pretty good and the mold hasn't degraded. And that's the review, right? of Toxitron mm-hmm. G2 dead end. <laughs> so, let's make a video where we sort of talk about oh what happened with my brain when I bought this that I identified w- before I even opened the figure. Uh that could be fun. Um so I guess again like bouncing off of Mikey's question, my relationship with with stuff is more like what kind of like what kind of like fun stuff that is fun for me to make that I think would be fun for other people to experience can I do with things? But even then it's still going to be ancillary now to like just me buying things for me because I, I don't feel the things I buy uh, are a massive effect on the media that I make and participate in. I think that they can be topical, they can be discussion points, they can be fuel, but they aren't critical because at this point, so much media I make is about 80% my personality being recorded on a topic that's relevant versus like, you know, oh, but are you holding Toy X or Toy Y, you know? Um, and it, this is all, like, kind of, like, very parallel to what Mikey was talking about, which, again, I don't think I knew, Mikey, you were doing that, and that is really impressive. Because if, if you had told me that, and maybe you did, not I just can't remember, but, like, I feel if you told me that, I would have told you, like, you don't have to do that, though, because if someone's actually going to call you a hypocrite, then they're weird, and possibly vaguely parasocial for caring that much, uh, about what you bought for yourself. Um, so, yeah, be, shed the, shed the leash. Drop the chains. Purchase all those Studio Series Dinobots. Especially that potato uh, Triceratops. Uh, especially that, that absolutely biblically accurate uh, uh, Stegosaurus. Uh, you you go forward. Um, anyway, I hope that answers your question. Uh, I also wanted to answer that one because I was... I We haven't talked about Dr. Dr. Mikey Paleontology in a while, so I'm, I'm happy that we were able to touch back down. Let's do... Very relevant to what we just talked about. Some Transformers acquisitions. Woo woo. Um, let's just open up first with, let's do one each, then the next listener question, then let's dive in. Just looking at the, the breadth of our list, I think that that rate will work well. Um, so TJ, let's start off with you. What's one of yours uh, that you'd like to, to slap out there?
2: Uh, okay, let's start small. I now have the, uh, the core series, uh, Rise of the Beast Mirage.
0: The Core Series Deluxe Class. Core
2: Series Deluxe Class, right. not a cl- not a Core Class Mirage. Get, Correct. It, get it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this was basically what was supposed to be like mainline when the movie was delayed, and then just kind of yeah. just became this ancillary thing that got stuck in in multi packs, or if you're in Japan, you actually got to buy them individually. Uh... But after, like, the... I got curious after Studio Series Mirage,
0: you know, did whatever it did. I didn't buy one, by the way. I saw a whole bunch of them, and I was like, I want to buy these other things first. Maybe I'll buy one academically later, and I just never did. I still might, but it's academic. I thought you should know.
2: <laughs> right, right. I Elephant in the Room, it's definitely based on a previous design for the character. The head and some of the colors yeah. are off you know and you know it's core series so that you know it suffers in the amount of paint that it got um honestly though i'm having way more fun with this than i am the studio series figure like it's actually yeah. pleasant to transform um you know it's it actually for for what it is has a few neat little tricks in the transformation like a lot of the leg is just stuff from the vehicle turning inside out onto each other which i like um, he does have a car part backpack, but it folds and clips together nicely.
0: All right. Yeah, so... An L.A. design team, once again, uh... It sounds like an interesting piece. I was gonna say, also, if you... When you said he's better than, than my experience at the studio series one, I'm like, but also we should say that if you haven't heard our last episode, that is an excessively low bar to... to, um, I don't think you could even trip over it. Correct. Given the... <laughs> where, where that one was at <laughs> for you guys it's not a low bar it's a, it's a strip
2: of tape on the ground is what it is
0: yeah you can trip over it but if you do we're gonna have to go to the replay video footage because how how did you trip over it uh but
2: no like it's not I mean, a, that's, no, yeah. it's not a complex figure but i'm like i'm thoroughly enjoying it it's just like a, a my current desktop fiddle figure
0: I would really like to find that one and and a handful of those other core deluxes because they they look really neat. Everything I've seen of them is also like made me intrigued in them as part of the whole enigmatic LA design team mystery. Mm-hmm. Just like all the the interesting idea. I mean, obviously Takara Tomy still works on those things, and that's probably where some of the really direct ideas are stemming from. But something about whatever that collaboration is is creating, like, these interesting pieces for what are ostensibly, like, the kids' mainline series. And it feels like the hit ratio of, like, this figure's just kind of cool is a little more uh, high percentage than we get with the cartoon um, toy lines. Uh, you know, th- there's more stuff, obviously, and, and we, we also have to, because you know, Aaron took the bullet for us, we also have to point at the flex formers and go, like, also, that happened right yeah like this. <laughs> yeah so but it is so, w- it is
2: weird that that line is actually like fairly enjoyable like, i haven't experienced all of it i haven't gotten the bumblebee uh but mm. the mirage is maybe like my number two out of the whole line uh cheet was good uh wheeljack was good like air is honestly in my top 10 of the year which i would not have called yeah. from like the kids rise of the beast line
0: She's one of the ones I really want to find. Uh, like, I haven't even seen the multi-packs for those deluxes in Canada. I'd, I've only seen the Voyagers, and then all the, the other stuff. Yeah, uh, those are the
2: only ones that got distribution in the U.S. too. Like, the the three-pack, the, the second three-pack, I never saw in person. But I saw the Voyagers yeah. a few times, which was weird.
0: If it hasn't already, I bet you that those three- Like, the three-packs have got to be Ross-destined, in the States at least. Uh, but I wonder if there was ever an allocation of single-packed core deluxes, um, like, the ones that we never saw but that came out in Japan. Like, I wonder if those are floating in a warehouse somewhere and might just pop up at a liquidation store someday next year. Like, that'd be really cool if they do, but I don't even know if that's possible. Like, I don't know what shipped where. The whole thing was a mystery. Uh, but, yeah, it's, like, good to hear, like, Positive stuff about a deluxe Mirage, because uh, you know the the Studio Series one academically is so intriguing to me. But uh, I nice said there's a solid one too, and uh, everyone who got a Weaponizer, a lot of those feel like they're kind of partner pieces to that deluxe line, because uh, like that's where your quote unquote deluxe Wheeljack lives, right? Like, is the Weaponizer who came with a Rhinox butt gun. Um, so there's there's a whole line you can collect out of that stuff. I'm talking about one uh, later on. Um but not yet. First I'm gonna I'm gonna bop over to Aaron. Aaron, what's uh, what's one of yours you'd like to hit up?
1: Hey, uh I kinda doing a little bit of a backfill of a line. Um I managed to find a legacy evolution shrapnel.
0: Oh god, that is backfill now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's like <laughs> two waves back now. I mean so I think the <laughs> like I don't know if I've seen the what was it, like the wave that DevCon was in? I don't think I've seen all of that, but I did see a shrapnel at the Walmart that I never go to because it's the the college student Walmart that rarely stocks toys uh, very well. Um, but yeah, he 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 totally is the third Insecticon. But they're going to be redoing Bombshell or something. I forget. Bombshell's
2: the retool of Shrapnel.
1: Okay. But I thought that oh, it was the, the whole memories of, like, hey, they're going to finish lines now. And oh, they, they didn't do it. This deluxe... was supposed to kind of be the finish line. And then they said, hey, we're going to do it again. Well, they, they, make...
0: they, they haven't done a deluxe bombshell yet. Yeah. He's, he's the no. one who's okay. finishing. No, they, well, I
1: guess, no, he, I guess his, his was, like, the large <clears throat> size core what? I have no idea
2: what you're talking about. I've got deluxe bombshell. Like, he's the most recent wave. Yeah. Right,
1: but I would. So
0: I also didn't buy any it, of the. Bombshell so... <laughs> was like
1: the first of the reruns of the Insecticons, but he wasn't done at deluxe size. He was done at a smaller size. There, there was the, they, and they. Then the next one was well, they, no.
2: They, they, they did put deluxe it, size. They put it, they put they it out as a Legends figure after like it came out with an accessory figure before. No, no, that was that was Scrapnel that came out as like a Legacy with a with, thing, uh, with, yeah, with
1: that's, right. that's what it Yeah. Because yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. they did the yeah, they did the Legends trio. Um but yeah, I thought I thought Bombshell was the third one coming out. Yeah, I he is. I, I didn't pick up on it. Yeah, he is, right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh like I said, I, I didn't Man, pick up. Man, all any of all them. this
1: stuff gets weird and out of sequence when it takes
0: them four years to get through three figures. Also or Legacy United has now shown up in North America, so yeah, definitely okay <laughs> so the the um the sliding the sliding memory scope for me is getting even more confused by the once again two months early launch of some of the next line yeah just, just the just the and and, and parts tests, of but... the
1: previous line not having made it out
0: yeah it's all confusing but tj has bombshell, so we know bombshell exists <laughs> damn it yeah so
1: <laughs> all right well, i'll go ahead and roll that back um but yeah, he's he's another of the, of the Insecticons. He does it again with the cool paint on the inside of a transparent thing, mm-hmm. uh, for for the aesthetics. Uh his his like legs that are also guns were were kind of weird f- for me, just from his from the aesthetics of everything. Um, it doesn't look bad. It just like if you lose those, then he only has the like two that fold away on his back and that's kind of weak. Um, Hmm. But it's an interesting integration. I wish it was more like they, they kind of make blasters, but I almost feel like since he comes with the other, like that weird default G1 weapon with the like barrel and the two bits around it, he already has a gun. I feel like it would have been more interesting if they were bladed weapons of some sort. Um, but oops, maybe a level of nitpick that's, uh, nitpicky.
0: Oh, well, you know, it's also, you know, personal aesthetic preference. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm assuming you mean like some of his bug legs just come off as like gun weapons? Is what you mean? Yeah,
1: they're, they're like purple. When you transform them, it's part of what sits underneath him. Um, so he kind of props on them. I'm gonna gonna try and find a picture so that it oh makes I'm a I'm bit already going sense. to look.
0: Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Um. But oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Because I was gonna say, I wonder if that's just like that is one way to solve the um where do the bug legs go issue that kind of comes with him and Bombshell.
1: Yeah, I mean he has like little foldy backy bug legs, like the. The gray legs, like, fold over on his back and and button up some. So, like, they tuck away, and that's not necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it's just like that. What looks like, you know, in, in the stock photos, what ends up looking like the outer legs then um, just become blasters, or you can do the... I don't know. It's probably some Evo Fusion thing. It's about to say, can, how's
0: the Evo you, Fusion?
1: You, 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 hold on, let me see if you can like jam one. What I, do got you do, like, I got an official picture for connect you. it. Oh, you can connect it into the bottom of it. Yeah, I, I found official picture. No,
0: it's official picture. Look,
1: I, 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 I found the yeah, I found the box art <laughs> picture. Yeah,
0: it is the one and yeah, only. I got a comment on my my detritus video where someone said you put the evo fusion gun in his hand the wrong way around and i was like like dog there's no right or wrong way with an evo fusion gun it's a bunch yeah, it's of evo stuff Fusion,
1: come on it's it it's, a... it's a bunch of five millimeter <laughs> ports and holes and pegs and my
0: version is shooting energy i guess rather than the missile yeah <laughs> but
1: yeah i mean he's he's another insecticon for sure um and, like, I, I was surprised when I saw him at that store. I was at that store for completely different reasons. I was picking up stuff uh, to for, for Thanksgiving, uh, since that's on the way to mom's, kind of, sort of. And it was like, oh, oh, oh wow, what, what are you doing there, buddy?
0: All right. I'm here cool. to give thanks. 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 He's the one who did that, right? He's like, I'm here to give thanks. 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 Oh, I always forget. For your, your excellent turkey you're about to cook. Cook, cook, cook.
1: It was ham, uh, not turkey. I wish you. I I wish they did. For your excellent produce, ham, it's ham, 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 Not as keto or something. Uh, well, but, yeah. Okay. That's shrapnel.
0: Grats on the uh, on the shrapnel knee, sh- knee scrapnel. Uh, I got a quickie, uh, sort of a quickie. Um, entirely actually based on the last episode, I think it was, uh, or one before. I think it was the last episode. I found Studio Series eighty six ratchet, and while we were talking about your ratchet, I was messing with Ironhide, going like, Darn, I like this toy. Then I went over to BC, and two days in, I went to the Magic GameStop in my hometown that has everything, and they had uh, a Ratchet. So I bought Ratchet, and uh, Ratchet is like Ironhide, but feels Mm -hmm. a little better. Uh, Okay. The only real thing that felt a little bit not as good was the way that the front bumper thing, um, quote-unquote, clips onto the two little tabulatures on his back, but it still holds, Actually, it holds better now than it did a week ago, which is weird. I guess that needed to just kind of, like, bake in for a little while. Uh, I still like this mold a lot. Um, I know I, I talked about this when the Ironhide version came out. I understand the issues people have with the mold, especially on the legs. It just doesn't bother me, myself. Like, I, I think it's fine. Um, and also, I'm, I've, as, as I've many times said, I'm a serial Ironhide enjoyer. I, I like every Ironhide that's come out, even the ones that you hate. So uh, this one is obviously on the the upper end of that scale. Uh, I have actually really started to agree with uh, the, the handful of folks who have asserted that Siege Ironhide may be the best of the modern Ironhides as far as like just being a toy. And I'm kind of like, you know, I don't think y'all are actually off base. Like he looks funny in vehicle mode, but as a Transformers toy, he's he really hits marks. And then if his vehicle mode looks too funny, you just put his weapon on top and it's like, well, now there's a hammer that shoots missiles. What are you going to say about this? Um, but SS 86 ratchet, uh, really dig him kind of creepy. How I got yet another copy of a backdrop of where he dies. Um, (laughs) real weird, (laughs) odd decision. Strange. Uh, also I noticed ratchet, um, much like SS 86 Ironhide, kind of has a smug look on his face. Uh, and it's like, was, and now that we have the, that, that two pack out, I'm like, are the smug looks on these guys' faces supposed to, like, make the eventual buzzworthy I'm dying version's face, like, just, like, have more impact? Cause when they're not dying, they're like, oh, I'm about to win this fight, like always. And then you get that weird face on, uh, on Dying Prowl. Um, but uh, yeah, sol- solid piece to me, at least. Uh, and the notches, the, 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 terrifying notches do work a little bit nicer i found on ratchet than on ironhide which i think aaron you had mentioned before mm-hmm. uh and so I, I can confirm at least on the you know the versions i have it does feel a bit nicer um so uh yeah ratchet in we did it uh and uh, let's uh, let's bump over to one more listener question before we continue on with our acquisitions, just to keep the uh, the back and forth going, a little hot potato. This one's coming in from XL Hedge, who says hello to the Alternity Universe evangelist and his cohorts Armada Universe, Aaron and G Two Universe, and TJ Omega. How would you all collectively plot out a legacy TV show? Um, what characters in Toilet would you bring in? How would Prime R C Bulkhead react to their new bodies? in nineties Edge G Two Prime, what Megatron Galvatron would seize command? What are they fighting over? What human companions get dragged into the conflict? Thanks, guys. Keep that steady march towards that 900 podcast segments, XL Hedge. So, uh, I actually have extremely opinionated views on how a legacy story should play out, but I'm going to not just launch into that right away. Uh, TJ, I'll start start off with you. Like, not to answer all these questions specifically, but, like, uh, where, what would you want to do, what would you want to see out of a legacy TV show? Out of
2: a legacy TV show? Like, I would love to just... I would love to come up with some explanation why all of these characters, because Legacy very much is just a mishmash of whoever we want, or whoever hasn't had a toy, you know, in,
1: you know, a few decades. Doctor Strange casts a BS spell and opens a bunch of holes to multiverses.
0: Doctor Who? Oh no, I can't even say Doctor Who! Damn it! Damn it!
1: Okay, (laughs) anyway.
2: I was thinking, like, Vector Prime exploded or something, and then just everyone just starts flying out of them.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the idea it's that thing. Cybertron Universe Vector Prime specifically just blows up one day. <laughs> <and> <laughs> portals come pouring out of them. Just
2: breaks time and reality.
0: The, the Cybertron Universe is just like, well, guess I'm just the Legacy Universe now. <laughs> Our Vector Prime exploded, as one does. <laughs> it, doesn't Darn. it
2: Doesn't it have to be the Cybertron one? There's a lot of Vector Primes now.
0: True, oh, it could be the letter columns vector prime.
1: I was <laughs> going to say, wasn't wasn't there at one point in time one of the continuity things was that all the vector primes were one vector prime?
0: Uh, I think there, so. I know that was that was the It's, it's the sideways they, thing. They,
2: but. Yeah, but they, re- they retconned they retcon that.
0: Like yeah, for yeah. for
2: a while, Unicron was multidimensional too. They retcon that.
0: I guess they haven't retconned Vector Prime. They just forgot about him. Yeah. Which you could weave into the story, IMO, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, a, a reason would be neat, because I think that's something that has just been left out. Uh, even when they've like implied that some fiction is happening, they've kind of just gone like, they're just showing up. People are showing up. There's a lot of uh, aquarium sand everywhere, and every, and every year another whack of people show up. It's just happening,
1: um, but with different colored aquarium sand, and mm-hmm. gra- and 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 sometimes even into small gravel.
0: Well, those are the changes of the seasons, right? I mean, like sometimes your leaves yeah. are green, sometimes they're brown. Like you know, it happens. Uh, Aaron, what would you want to see out of out of a legacy TV show?
1: Um. I I like the idea of, uh, like, I mean, this is all multiversal, so how they're coming together. I'm trying to think of what the, like, driving force of everything would be. And while kind of cliched, something like a universe cascade type of thing, like what Marvel's done a couple times when they've done, like, rewrites of things of, oh, whatever caused everybody to be coming together if it continues is going to destroy all the multiverses or something along the, like, like a a driving force one way or the other, either they're all over going to overlay or or what have you. And so that's where you can get, and you could get like interesting, like our Armada Megatron and Armada Optimus Prime, they really hate each other, but they've got to work together to Seal the armada verse back off and make that safe so that they can go on doing their own things and not destroy their own universes or whatever. Like, you could get interesting power plays on something like that.
0: Yeah. I think that, um, playing with the the existence of the other universes, uh, and not, like, you know, literally smacking them together, but, like, like what you're saying, I think it would be neat to do something like, oh, the Armada universe needs to be closed off because it's got a real bad Unicron in it. So, mm-hmm. if an Armada Unicron shows up, uh, that thing, like, literally sheds tiny Transformer cells and, like, has pseudo-magic emissaries, and that ain't good. Um, so, I, I think that could be neat. Uh I have very specific ideas uh, about how this should work. So the, I do like the idea of explaining what's going on, but also I, I like the idea of not explaining why any of this is happening until literally the very end. Uh, don't don't even have a mounting mystery, maybe? Just, just, like, I want this to be about the character interactions and about about, sto- about stories that fall upon characters where they wouldn't have that where they came from, or vice versa. Like... I've talked about it at length, I think that the way that the Stunticons should work in this is that, um, Motormaster is from a universe where he is the leader of the Decepticons, and then the other four Stunticons are from other universes or another universe, like either from a universe where Titanium's Rodimus is their boss, you know, that like lousy tiny Menosaur. Um, oh, yeah. Either that, or that's where three of them come from, and one of them is also just from some other, you know, G1 splinter. Uh, and so the idea being, like, hey, maybe this is a, about, like, what do the Stunticons do when they when they have to kind of, like, as a, as a group who classically are so unable to work together that uh, they're, they're like, only second to Bruticus as far as their combined form being deranged, right? Like, what happens mm-hmm. when you have a Motormaster who comes from a place of actual leadership, and then the one left in this Situation where t- like tons of Megatrons and other you know leadership types are showing up. Like, what does this one do? Uh, with the prime, with the prime characters, the prime characters actually, I, n- I never even really think about because I think that's like a throwaway thing. But like the fact that there's kind of no legacy Megatron, really. There are, but there's not really like ah oh, legacy Megatron, right? Um, I think it makes for really interesting storytelling where you have I've always said you have G-Axis and Tarn. As like the Himbo brothers, who like both think they are secretly the one manipulating the other, but they're both basically running the Decepticons. Uh, one of them, you tie it to Nemesis, have Nemesis show up as the big mother bad, you know, in season two. Um, and then, uh, and then with with Legacy uh, Jet with Legacy United, um, I think the fact there's no G like almost no G one characters, if no G one characters in the, that opening big wack of toys, makes for such set- more interesting potential storytelling, like them dropping in Magmatron, right? The, I, the Mm -hmm. base story is, oh, Magmatron, the big bad. However, what if that's Beast Machines Magmatron, the one who is moral gray zone personified of I'm anime Magmatron and I showed up in Beast Machines and got mad about what happened and just decided to start the Dinobots again, right? Uh, Tie that into T Rex, uh, you know, having been placed into Kingdom. Work in uh Tyrannicon Rex from the Jurassic Park collab, right? Like figure out like a- another take on the Beast Machine's dinobot thing and make that kind of a twist on what's going on with a magmatron showing up. Uh
1: who- Splinter Off and it's now the dinosaur faction, good or bad. Yeah. Yo, we're di- yo, we're dinosaurs. Screw
0: all those non dinosaurs. And that in that itself being the second chapter of the core class Dinobot story, because you have, like, these core class figures, right, that are, that are being kind of dropped in as parts of uh, Legacy's toy line. A lot of them don't really, like, some of them seem to factor into it fiction-wise. Some of them are just G1 characters but are small. What if that's a universe? Because that's, like, if I remember correctly, that is the one Legacy Megatron, right, is the core class one. Mm -hmm. So what if the core class G1 characters are generally just treated as a joke, but then the six Dinobots from that universe are like, this sucks, we're the Dinobots. So they kind of like somehow manifest a combination to be a normal sized Transformer Volcanicus. And then next season, Magmatron shows up, who's literally a three Dino combiner, starts his own Dinobots thing, the Volcanicus uh, minis go like. What if we go and hang out with this guy? Have a whole little you know journey of discovery there. Like,
1: uh, yeah, but but see the problem with that is that uh, Tripredicus or er, or er, er, tri, 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 what Tripredicus? Right? What did my brain just suddenly fart on That I was going to say is not gray and red with some gold. Look.
0: Oh well, I mean that's Volcanicus
1: has branding and that's yeah. important
0: to him, and that's and that's where so, the, the conflict arises, so, right?
1: So so those guys bust. Best bust out a rattle can, Magmatron. Not Tripredicus. Wow, yeah, that's okay. all right. Tripredicus is also Thank a gut
0: tire, right? He's a combiner. Yeah, but no, I mean,
1: Magmatron best best bust out the rattle can of some gray
0: primer at least. The tone those colors down. The the the, mass- the massively tiny bucket of knowledge I have about Magmatron as a character. Um, if I remember his Beast Machines toy bio, it implied some kind of like you know inborn sort of you know warriors honor sense. I I like the idea of Volcanicus, you know, those six Dinobots going like, this isn't what Dinobots look like, and they just try to stand up to Magmatron because they can combine now, and they're still smaller than Magmatron. But Magmatron's like, yo, this is actually kind of like, all you kids, oh, I'm touched. My warrior's heart is touched by this. And then there's some back and forth, and then you get, you know, Tyrannicon Rex is kind of in Dinobot colors, maybe some kind of like weird side story in there because she's also like, kind of hard evil. Um, and this is just with the Dinobots, you know, I mean, I've also said the counter himbo brothers of metal Hawk and galaxy shuttle. They got that same vibe on the toy shelf. There's, there's some storytelling there. G2 laser prime, obvious choice for the protagonist leader to most folks. What if he's not fit to do that because he's the edge Lord swordsman prime, right? Uh, and every and they, they keep dropping in characters who, to me, narratively could be so interesting. None of this would ever happen in an actual TV show because they would be given a budget of like $50. But, you know, um, by the way, I was also going to say, I was I was wondering if either of you were going to say, I would love to see Straxus as a severed head in a weird Frankenstein body that's wearing a cloak. Um, did you all see no, that, I, that weird? I
2: did, yeah.
0: Yeah. That was the weirdest outcome for that story. That's that someone said, no, that's real because <laughs> that leak did look so friggin generated because uh, it was all fuzzy and whatnot. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, for those who don't know that that weird art that was floating around from supposedly the assets made for the legacy Netflix show that never got greenlit. Uh, was it was it Anna Malkova who had the design sheet for that that, that was shared? I, I can't remember. Because it was, it was the before design was basically handsome Straxus from IDW two, and then I was like, "Damn, were they going to do that to to him in IDW 2 To like, that would been neat. Anyway, um, there's like you know, there's because it's like going from edge from Excel uh, Hedge's question here, uh, like which Megatron Galvatron sees command? Neither, I think that. The joy of a legacy series would be that no Optimus is leader and no Megatron is leader because in this hodgepodge you have too many other elements at work for everyone mm. to just fall under leadership like that like that's why a motormaster who doesn't even know who Megatron is would be so interesting right because like, he's he is technically if you look at motormaster and if you showed motormaster to someone who doesn 't know transformers. They could reasonably assume Motormaster is the villain leader. He looks like evil Optimus Prime, and then transforms different and combines into a big guy with devil horns. Like he looks like in another anime. That's Optimus Prime's nemesis. So I I won't go on and on because I legacy the legacy toy lines. I don't even put a lot of work into this. Legacy toy lines just make my brain invent these storylines. Like something in the in the sauce really turned out in legacy. Uh, for, for inherent story and emergent storytelling. Um, and I, I encourage everyone, just chill out, look at all your toys and like, think about that a little bit. Like, just think about the fact they're all in the same toy line. Because I, I know the habit, right, is to take legacy toys and go, which shelf do I divide these out into? Whereas I'm like, no, make the legacy shelf and then maybe add stuff to it. You know, like, I kind of want to add Alpha Bravo to a legacy shelf where I ever to actually have a shelf of Transformers that wasn't a mess. Because, uh, you know, some of the Lost Combiner Wars characters, or the Orphan Combiner characters, uh, anyone that just was forgotten by fiction, throw them in there and make Legacy a place to tell some of their stories. I think it, it would turn out great. Uh, anyway, I hope that answers your question, Exel Hedge. Um, let's continue on with our, uh, our Hot Potato Transformers Acquisition Inquisitions. Uh... DJ, let's pop back to you. What's, what's another one of yours you want to hit up?
2: Oh, let's see what else is on my list. It's not a big list. Um, I did get in the uh two-pack number two from Beast Wars again. Uh, which is Cheetor oh, yeah, and Lost.
0: Yeah.
2: I do love that Takara has just kind of given up on coming coming up with new names for like Beast Wars like redo lines. It's just like Beast Wars again.
1: Just I, again, I've wondered and if again that's again,
0: and uh like is that part of the sort of like weird sense of humor their dub had, like you know, beast wars again, beast wars returns
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah 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 <laughs> they did re- they did returns they did re like, beast wars two, beast wars neo, beast wars beta Be- uh how many different ways can we say the second one yeah. I was told very adamantly, <laughs> beast wars the second, get it right. Yeah.
0: So the thing is, because people have told me that in a certain way, it makes me want to say "Beast Wars too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It makes me want to make trouble. Oh, it makes like, me want to
1: say <laughs> be- "T" and and not 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 the numeral 2, T O O. Yeah, I was gonna say it makes me want to yes. say "Beast Wars 2. No, that's a different one.
0: I mean, that's that's technically what they were doing with with Tripodocus in one of the anime shows. Um, kind of kind of cartoonishly, possibly somewhat offensively. Uh, but you know, the nineties, I guess. I'm shrugging. It's not an excuse. Uh the I saw pictures of that Cheetor specifically recently, and he friggin' looks gorgeous. Oh yeah. Um
2: they well I mean it's Takara going back to old school Takara. Like, it's a beautiful figure. It's a beautiful rendition of Cheetor. Um they did that the only like issue I have is they did that one thing where like and They did this with Transformers Red, too, where I feel like the the metallic paint that they use is a little too dark.
0: Hmm, okay. I know what you mean. Yeah,
2: because in the show, like, it's all yellow, but some areas are, like, fur and some areas are metallic. And sometimes, like, that doesn't translate well when they try to, like, paint a figure that way. I mean, still looks beautiful. Like, paint all over. Like, when, like... Those panels on, like, behind his shoulders, they're like the, the cheetah's body. The, mm. they, they they put cheetah spots on the inside of that.
0: That's sick. <laughs> That's kind of sick. <laughs>
2: it's like, no, no, no blank surface on this. Like, if, if, if you're not painting it, put spots on it.
0: It says again on the package, <laughs> we can't do this a third time.
2: Uh, uh yeah but it's just it is a beautiful paint job oh by the way uh the neck tab is pre-broken
0: it's gonna yeah i was just sitting there going i like, say nice
1: did that for yeah, you yeah yeah just get it I out want, of the way
0: i want them to have put it in a little bag and taped that to the <laughs> bubble with a note and a pair of white gloves that they wore when they did it just like go full I'm, ju- yeah
1: i'm just imagining somebody <laughs> in a factory put on the gloves Okay, that's broken. Let's here here's the little tiny dime bag zip bag. Okay. Here we go. Here's the pre-printed note that we put in there with it. Roll it up. Put it in the weird uh, uh, paper that they include. Now nah, make it one of the nice printed ones. This is Japan. You got to yeah. you got to up this you got to plus it up a beast little wars bit. again. Fold it up. Tuck it into something.
0: I'm I'm glad to hear that the neck tab uh, story got to have yet another footnote. This many years <laughs> later, <laughs> um, and I guess how? Do, I mean, I was gonna say, how did waspinator turn out? Like, I can't, re- I can't even remember. if There's any like major mold improvement, like hand feel wise, for I mean, that toy to have. Like, the colors look great.
2: Yeah, the colors look fantastic. The toy still feels fine. Like, despite how many times this mold has been used at this point, like everything's still stable on it. Everything feels good. Nope. Um, again. The amount of paint is ridiculous. Like when his head is split, like when the bug head is split to form the chest, the inside edge is painted yellow to match the show. (laughs) Yeah. So it's literally everywhere they could possibly, if they could get a spray app on there, they, 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 you know, if, if they could get a nozzle to fit, they put, they put paint there.
0: Yeah, that, that makes me really want to see how the, the Ghost Starscream Waspinator 2-pack turns out now. Yeah. Because, uh, like, it's, it's hard to tell in the photo, like, what they're really going for, but, like, now that these exist, it's like, are y'all actually gonna go hardcore, like, with like, with, with airbrushing some of this stuff? Like, So, as
2: far as I can tell, like, they did definitely modify the color scheme. Like, mm-hmm. it's mostly just different shades of green. I think the biggest thing is they went with translucent purple instead of blue. Okay uh and okay. there are dis- uh, the thing that's like on on Waspinator he actually does have uh he does have a Predacon symbol tampographed on the side of his head mm-hmm. uh and in the in the in the Ghost Starscream 2 pack it is a Decepticon symbol which
0: yeah is I recall acu- that part yeah
2: that's accurate to the, to uh, Beast Wars
0: Yeah yeah I I, I I'm I, I don't know if I'm going to ever really pick up any of them cuz they're like I came up with a word for all this before they're like a really nice garnish that I don't act like I don't need it need it mm-hmm. but you know if, if I got it, I certainly wouldn't mind yeah um
2: it's one but, of those uh, yeah it, I, I it's it's one of those about. where I don't normally go for upgrades, but in something in my head said if there's any cast of characters I want as nice looking as possible it is the beast wars cast and yeah yeah and honestly like they're not even like that expensive. Like I think I I think it was fifty five bucks for this two pack. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm paying I'm paying extra, you know, two fifty, to just get upgraded paint based on the normal retail
0: price. Okay, and they're selling those on on Pulse, right?
2: Yeah, Pulse has had some.
0: Okay, yeah. Hmm hmm. <laughs> My gears are turning. Uh, I don't know who I'd do, but. <laughs> Like, I already know, like, if there's one to do, it's probably the Primal uh, Megatron 2-pack, because, like, the photos of that are just lush. Um, yeah,
2: I have I have that one as well. I'm still, like, I need to dig out my Kingdom Primal and put them side by side so I know what they actually changed. Yeah. It's one of those kind of repaints. The Megatron's insane. The Megatron, you can absolutely the Megatron, tell.
0: Yeah, the Megatron's what attracts me, because, like, I don't mind the weird tan on the kingdom Megatron because it's in service of like the alt mode and it makes him have kind of a unique look. And I have masterpiece Beast Wars Megatron, but then like, I like the kingdom mold and like the kingdom mold in that more like CG, like lush purple is like very attractive to me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: But yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's excellent. I I was asking about, about um, pulse because I should say as a PSA to those who might not know, out of nowhere, oh my god, Hasbro Pulse has $10 shipping to Canada. Free shipping at $75 to Canada. Oh my god. Nice. <laughs> they didn't announce it. It's just some people started noticing it during the Black Friday sales. And I was like, I was like, with our luck, this is something they only turned on for Black Friday. So people sent emails and we got Someone told us, the country of Canada, that this is permanent! So, I haven't used it yet, because um when when they were having the Black Friday sales, the things I wanted were too expensive. But, now it's an option. Especially with, another, here, we got that in Canada. Also, GameStop Canada, ending the Platinum Rewards Program next year. Replacing it with something nondescript they haven't said a single thing about. Which means I think we're losing the permanent 10% off. At our Game Stops up here. So I made... <laughs> the Canadian toy purchasing solution may be to order from Hasbro Pulse. Like an American <laughs> would. I don't know. I'm I don't sorry know for their your loss. Undiscovered country. <laughs> New territory. But uh, anyway, uh, that, that's why I asked. Um, let's, Uh, well, that's, it sounds like they turned out well, as one would hope. Um, I am very envious of all of y'all who are collecting the Beast Wars Again stuff, because it it does look gorgeous. Uh, Aaron, what's one of your on-topics you want to hit up?
1: Hey, I'll go for uh, a kind of quick one. Um, I got
0: uh, Legacy Evolution Detrius. Brand new mold. Original mold, even. Except for it isn't. It is. There is no other character using that mold that we are aware of officially. They have never announced uh, that hound. That was a leak.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. I was going to say I'm pretty sure <laughs> that that
0: hound never had seen photos of it. They have never announced or even acknowledged that hound. That was a leak. Detritus is in and, fact an original mold.
1: And again, do we? How, how far do we want to go on it? Because he is is the same transformation schema. And layout as what was it? Siege, was it Siege? Cybertron
0: Defense Hotshot. Yes. yes.
1: Uh, Siege Deluxe Hound.
0: Siege Deluxe but, Cybertron Defense Hotshot from Generation Selects. That's correct. Okay. Who's Hound? What it, Never heard what, of. Whatever.
1: Whatever you, you got to do for yourself. There. Never heard there, of. Buddy. Him. Um. But yeah, he's again one of those molds. Um. Kind of G One y in the way that his up, uh, his like torso transforms of just like I don't know the head pushes through the thing. Um, <laughs> I I like that he has both symbols on him. I w- I kind of wish he
0: had just the mercenary version. I really not wish a Decepticon it was the Merc in one symbol. place
1: and an Autobot in another
0: one. But I know there are people who don't like the Merc uh, symbol, and I understand. I like the Merc symbol, and I was I feel like this is sort of like soft confirmation the Merc symbol's dead.
1: Yeah, th- this just feels like, you know, a, a worse application of kind of some punch-counter-punch style. Yeah, the other one's on the back You're of like, his head. Oh, I play I play both sides. It's on the back of his head. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, like like literally all he's got to do is like walk past or be in vehicle mode. And all the Autobots are going to be like, hey, 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 hey.
0: He's, he's, like, like, he's like, hey, what's that? I'm not a double agent. I'm a mercenary. What is, what is that? It's different. Yeah. It's different. Uh.
1: <laughs> and then I forget even what his... I, I don't have his box here. What is his, like, one-line bio on the box? He doesn't
0: have one. They don't, they don't does put he not on. even have
1: that, no. that much? I thought that they had, like, a...
0: Now, Studio Series yeah. gets a uh, scene from the movie that this is from line, but Legacy does not get anything. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so he just... For some reason, has both. Whatever.
0: Junkion mercenary. No Junkion symbol. Can't do that. We can't make that up. But yeah, uh, yeah. Did you? So I found one interesting thing with him because he is ostensibly kind of like a um, sibling to a Siege Mold. Uh, there was something like oddly chunky about that figure, com- you know, compared to like what a Deluxe is right now. Like it, mm-hmm. it actually kind of stood out to me a little bit. Like he felt very like, wow, this is a different. This is a different toy line. Like, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I feel like his his like his hips and his shoulders have got more like resistance to to movement. Like there's more, more there. Yeah, there's just more um, thud. There's more than thonk. some of the other deluxes. Yeah. Uh The one thing that I have concerns about is all of his weapons are clear plastic that's been painted. Yeah,
0: isn't that super weird? Isn't that just the oddest thing? <laughs>
1: like, yeah. Even the missile, especially, I feel like because yeah, even the missile tip thing is clear plastic. and It's like, yeah, okay, he's got a clear windshield, and I guess windshields got to be clear. But would you really have noticed if that wasn't clear? No, to make everything else. I would never have noticed because it's be a, not. It's because an open he's, top. He's, com- he, he's an open top yeah. jeep. Yeah. Heck, even just like if you're going through the the remolding of everything else, make it like the the jeep. Like how the Jeep windows can be folded down and forward, make yeah. it look like that. Give it a different look so than for your mm. eventual Hound repaint or whatever. There's no, you could there's have no proof. There's no proof being up. up. There's no proof. Yeah. yeah. Um. <coughs> and and like, hey, that's a way that you can make a a differentiation of them. Um. And and not have clear plastic on something for once.
0: Yeah, the, uh, the the thing to me that was weird about the clear plastic weapons covered in paint is I'm like, he doesn't look like he's really missing paint apps. Like, this guy just, is he the one that tips the budget balance awkwardly amidst his deluxe wave mates? Like, it's so odd. like dude. Well,
1: I mean, yeah, he doesn't, I mean, he's got, really, when you look at it, because he's, he's got, like, two or three different colors on his face. Or he has a goatee. on his face. They, they tampo yeah, the, the little chin goatee, Yeah. yeah. Like red on burgundy for paint. Like he's got a bunch of paint actions. It's just it feels like his sand gray, his sand brown, is just a, a a paint color that just eats light and not in a good way.
0: Yeah, well, like, I mean, what I mean is, it makes I, him feel. I think it feels like, like he got premium treatment almost to get his weapons painted because yeah, he doesn't sacrifice anything. So I'm just like, dang, he just detritus, just wheeled and dealed. He's like, I want to be a Takara Tomi Yeah, but I, f- I feel like
1: for his, his weapons, at least, maybe something that's, like... Well, no, because it's the interface areas that are clean. I was gonna say, it's just something like dip it in a paint tank, dip it in a paint tank, versus something yeah. that's being expertly applied, like, sprayed on, but...
0: No, no, yeah, because, yeah, the... Um, I think they, they probably caught at the factory. I, I'm sure that was the first idea, production-wise, and I'm sure it was caught or notated quickly, that, like, hey, if you paint these pegs, they won't work. Uh, yeah. Because we've seen that happen before. That's a that's a known variable yeah. sometimes.
1: Maybe they just use the pegs and or holes as the thing to hold uh, when they dipped it in the paint tank. True. I don't know. I don't know. End of he, the day, he wins. Not a bad toy. Yeah. He, he's he's good and posable, like you'd expect a transformer to be. He's a character that has what he had the the. Um, what was that first release? Was like the oh, E Hobby was his first uh, E Hobby yeah. version, and then he, so, and then he was yeah. a
0: Japanese Power Core Combiner. Uh, he was, uh... Oh, was he? Okay, yeah, he was, he was, That's... he was one of the repaints. I guess I'm not super deep on my Detrius lore. Well, he doesn't have much. So, <laughs> so for the, those of us who went to look, it just sticks afterwards. <laughs> uh, and he he actually fits Legacy Evolution really well because he is a on. You know, so there, there are plenty of other Junkions in there. Like, really, if one were to have a big crit on him, I think it's that, like, they didn't paint him to resemble the Junkion tones enough, like, the, of the mm-hmm. Junkions that are in Legacy. They didn't have to, right? But, like, that would have I mean, been kind yeah, of, but, like, a neat little...
2: But that's literally his color scheme.
0: Exactly, exactly. Like, that is what he looks like. Yeah. It would have been neat, though, if they, like, tweaked some of, like, you know, on the burgundy parts, add, like, little strips of red or something. Like, just, to, you know, those little hints. to go, like, hey, just... Just in case you didn't know, junkie on. But also, yeah, as you said, like, they literally also went, I think, pretty pitch perfect on him. Because in photos, I know in photos he looked way more like raw chicken human skin uh, than he turned yeah. out in person. He's got like a rosé undertone uh, to that that Sandy Brown that uh, is kind of pleasant to look at. Um, but also, yeah, there are a bunch of freaks who want him to be done in green. And, I, you know, I, you know perverts. Yeah. Um, Here's the thing, here's the thing. Everyone's always like, oh, we all know about the leak for the Buzzworthy Hound, oh. How many of y'all remember the other toy that leaked with Buzzworthy Hound that also has vanished into the ether? Poor. I know a lot of people don't seem to remember him.
2: Poor Hatchet. Poor, Poor hatchet.
0: hatchet! The actual yeah. casualty! <laughs> it's gonna be so screwed up when those toys actually come out someday. Like, they're just gonna show up. They're gonna be in the weirdest two-pack. uh anyway i'll pop over one of mine i i was gonna say the weirdest buzzworthy two-pack i got a buzzworthy two-pack uh and this is weird because i actually got this and i just hadn't opened it for a while um so between i bought this partly because i was like this is probably the only time they're gonna do one of the rise of the beast scorpion robots and then they announced the studio series version who looks completely different in completely different colors so i feel like i still won Uh, I got the Buzzworthy Rise of the Beast Weaponizers uh, core line, but in Buzzworthy, uh, Scorponok and Sandspear. So, the Weaponizers are the ones that are basically core series deluxe classes, but they come with one of the little Weaponizer buddies. Sometimes one that only comes out with one of these, as seems to have been the case at least twice now. Um, Because one of the the quadrupeds, I think, also hasn't come out in single yet. Um, But... I actually really like this figure, and I w- this this figure makes me want to get the Studio Series one so that there's two of them that are different, so I can just headcanon it that like these are the Scorpionock brothers from the live action movie series. Because uh, th- this so this figure is a really competent and simple Scorpion Transformer because the transformation is literally the knees are a ball socket joint, but above that is a hinge, so you just fold the knees on both knees. He has he has double knees basically. A ball socket and a hinge. You just fold them over. And they have the legs attached to them as two big hunks. And you flip his back over to be the head of the scorpion and reposition his arms. And then his sword weapon plugs in as a scorpion tail that has two different ball socketed, um, hinges on it. So it's like mildly articulated, even. So it's like a really good, simple scorpion robot turns into a really decent, um, simple uh transformers scorpion bipedal robot uh the only problems with him really are he doesn't have a he doesn't have a waist joint uh at all and there's no no real reason other than he's a less expensive figure and he has these giant triple insectoid leg hunks that are just on pin hinges on the backs of his legs but they don't really have a they don't really have a designated position to go it's just you just fold them out of the way a bit and you can keep folding them and then they'll bump into each other so you just kind of play it by ear um but then his double ball socket tail has a couple different ways you can do it to form this, like, really cool sword with an asymmetrical bladed guard and an asymmetrical kind of axe head at the top. Uh, so that alone, kind of cool figure. He ha- he has an asymmetrical head sculpt even with, like, honeycombing over part of one of his eyes. Uh, and then Sandspear literally looks like Beast Wars Scorpinox Beast Mode. But with a laser gun on top of the tail instead of a normal stinger. And then, super simple transformation. The instructions tell you to just fold the ball-socketed scorpion arms up. That looks terrible. You can actually swing them around and in to kind of, like, fill in this big hollow space on the bottom. Uh, And you can flip a handle out. They show you in the instructions that, that you can have them hold this like a sword, which you can. It's the worst sword in the world because the blade is a tiny, tiny little nipple on the top of a big stick. Um, But then you remember, this character's name is Sand Spear, and the 5mm peg rotates out 180 degrees for the sword mode. So if you just rotate it 90 degrees, plug it onto the forearm peg hole, right? And then you just sort of, like, maneuver the little arms around you get a spear mounted onto one of his arms and he's got a sword in the other. And this guy is just brimming with character. Uh, anyway, this is the kind of toy that's good. It's, it's a buzzworthy rise of the beast core series figure. This will be on sale somewhere sometime. And when it is, and if you think this looks cool, I highly recommend it. It's an incredibly fun little package of toy. And I think that it occupies this, this little space just seamlessly um i'm seeing if the, the, the bummer is there's no good pictures of of him holding his weapons the right way but uh like the stock photo he's holding sand spear not as a spear but like you'll see what i mean uh that that little guy is not a sword he is a spear uh anyway i i highly recommend this this little figure it's, it's so fun and it's like such a simple transformation but it's satisfying. The legs tab together sol- solidly, and then they tab into the back solidly when you fold them. The The tail has a keyed peg with a crossbar in it, so it goes in a certain way. It's, it's, it's just really... It's, it's choice, especially for something you can get for kind of cheap uh, when it's on sale. Um, nice. So yeah, big, big fan of this. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I feel like this has gone a little under the radar, at least in my circles. So I wanted to talk him up a little, because I think he's cool. Um... Anyway, that's uh, I I I did my I did my cross through text thing. Uh Let's move on to another toy. Uh DJ, you think it, you, you want to get Scorpion and Sandspear to go oh, to core series mirage and get his ass kicked by the Scorpion Swordsman? <laughs> Be kind of cool.
2: I mean, I I think I've already got it floating around here somewhere. Oh, you do? Yeah.
0: Excellent. Okay. Excellent.
2: So I, I like just remember, Yeah, I like I like those for some weird reason.
0: Yeah, well, I mean and this one I think is really I think this one just like I said hits the marks. He doesn't look like he's suffering for being the kid's toy. He looks like he's just a good kid's toy. Just just remember it's Sand Spear, not Sand Sword. I don't know what they were doing with the with the instructions. Got it. Um Got it. But uh, yeah, what's another one of your uh, one of your on topics?
2: Uh so For hitting 50,000, I did a little bit of splurging, Uh, one on topic, one off topic, but on topic, it ended up being the first masterpiece movie toy I've ever picked up, and that was Bone Crusher.
0: I really want to get him... (laughs) Because <laughs> I heard from one person I know who got him that he's pretty okay, and that's all I want to hear for NPM. That's already a resounding recommendation for NPM, <laughs> in my opinion. So,
2: <laughs> so no, it's. I mean, I'm already like, it's whatever reason. Like, I can't explain why I like Bone Crushers design so much. It's just like that one Bavers design that I'm. I'm just like, if they make it, I will buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's just like how unique it is. Is that like that wide shoulders, squat torso look?
0: Like on his head design too. Like head... it lives mm-hmm. the aesthetic. Oh yeah, it's a polygon. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, there there's something about
1: that first movies Decepticons that have a very like each one of them has a, like not necessarily bestial, but like it's not a human in a suit. Yeah. type mm-hmm.
2: of look to them yeah okay so yeah, yeah I, I've for Masterpiece I have taken a stance of like I'm gonna wait till I hear other opinions before I do it I will not pre-order anymore um and yeah I just kept hearing that this guy turned out really really good he's really really good um <laughs> so, as it turns out yeah um, they they can make masterpiece toys that are actually well made. Still, I mean, where do I start? Like, the transformation is absurd. By the way,
0: I was gonna ask, uh, because what I what I understand is the uh, Aaron, you're gonna you're gonna be shocked about this. Apparently, the instructions are terrible because they're uh, way no. too. The, the images are all way the F too small for what they're trying to communicate on a $200-plus-dollar figure. They just printed one giant sheet of shrunken vector images. But my understanding is the transformation's weird, but if you actually figure out how it works, it's pretty solid for an MPM.
2: I mean, everything feels... I, I feel like I need several more passes at it in order to really be comfortable with it. Um, yeah. Because there, lo- there is a lot of... St- uh strange part maneuvering around it in some areas but there's yeah. there's not a bit of fake it fake to it you know so like the the windows that go down the side of the vehicle they really do wrap around the shoulders um that's
0: what I was told not a single as far as maybe this is this is overstating it but I was told basically no major um fake parts to the point of maybe there are just no fake parts
2: I don't notice any fake parts on this toy yeah like, oh, that's sick! <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, uh, he like extremely well articulated. You expect that out a masterpiece, you know. That's an obvious. Yeah. Um, I love that he comes with flame effects.
0: It's such a silly, stupid thing to pack with him, but it, it makes sense because that's his trailer shot. But it's also so dumb, like, because <laughs> it's because what else are you gonna include with him? I don't know. Just make him thirty bucks less expensive. <laughs> That's what I would no, want. No, th-
2: these are these are those soft plastic <laughs> effect parts. This ain't no thirty dollar inclusion.
0: I'm being generous, <laughs> uh.
2: but no, it. I mean, it, it, I mean, I I like how it looks with them with those on. I think just this ang this, this like angry like giant meatball of a robot just being on fire and and hostile. I think is perfectly in character for him.
0: I mean, the fallen take notes. Absolutely, I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: I I love that he comes with an alternate face, specifically yeah. <laughs> so his eyeball can be dangling out.
0: You remember that time you got punched so hard your eye fell out?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least they didn't do like the the MPM jazz thing and like have it so his head easily came. Yeah, it's like <laughs> so his head was easily removable.
0: Or they made it. The worst part about the spine was they made they made storage for it on the vehicle mode. Where it's like, okay, come on, this is this is cruel. He has to (laughs) drag his own severed spine prop attached to his gun behind him on his on his rear bumper. Like (laughs) it's messed up. Um,
2: I I think the only like the only part of him that actually has been faked is the minesweeper arm.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, they they faked it in the movie, too, so... Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, there's a... With the Minesweeper, either you have a part swap or you pick, right? It's real or it's the Freddy Krueger one.
2: I mean, you can leave it with just the default ones and, like, fully transform it. That's fine. If you want movie accurate, yeah. it is swappable, which at that point... I don't find that any different than swappable hands in robot mode.
0: Yeah. No, and, and like the uh, the third party masterpiece style Bone Crusher, whose name I actually can't remember anymore, who I I, I kind of still dug. I think that did the same thing. I need to take a look at him. It's been a, it's been a, a year, um, but yeah, like you, you you need to have like cartoon physic material to to accurately do that. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, how's the um? This is always a weird question for Bone Crusher from the movie, but like, how is the articulation? Because, <laughs> like, he is an odd shape.
2: I, the articulation is pretty good. Like, okay, all everything that I want is there. Like, the way his hips work is w- kind of weird, because the, ho- the horizontal movement is at his pelvis. But because he has those, like, super wide hips going for him, his outward hip motion is, like, a good inch away from where his hips move up and down.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, so... That does make it awkward, but, like, he's got knees, he's got ankle tilt, he's got waist rotation, like, all the universal arm stuff is there. Um, there's a lot of stuff on him, like, forward hips are ratcheted, a lot of the other stuff is detented.
0: Okay. Oh, okay, that actually explains one thing. There. So, he had that thing that always happens to an NPM toy, where one of the first people who gets one also has something break. Um... But that doesn't seem to have been widespread yet, if at all. But one of the parts of the actual ratcheted ratchet joint apparently, um, was thin and snapped on somebody. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, the little, like, kind of U-shaped, sort of, like, uh, jagged U-shaped cups with a little divot on it. Yeah. It goes, like, around, yeah. One of those, apparently they're kind of small, and on someone, it just, like, cracked in half. But as far as I know, that's a fairly isolated incident to, like, one, maybe two people. Um... So it's it's nothing to be like scared of really. But I did not know that was his only ratcheting joint.
2: Uh I think it's his only ratcheting joint. I haven't come across any other Savar.
0: So yeah, I mean I will also say I haven't looked at any coverage of this. It's just another friend of mine got one and I was like, Does he suck or <laughs> you know, please tell me he doesn't suck? Because <laughs> he's MPM. Just tell me he's any good, and then I was told yes. Uh Cause I think the, the MPM Decepticons have also kind of just been, they've not been bangers, but they've been solid so far. Uh, and he's the second to last one. So, uh, I was hoping the chain would continue. It sounds like it did.
2: Uh, yeah. Like, as far as I can tell, like, uh, he's the best movie masterpiece toy I've ever owned.
0: Yeah. That's the thing, right? Because I was going to say, like, so how's you compare it to Blackout? And it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, Aaron like Blackout, not like this one. So, <laughs> <laughs> science says it's fine.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't uh, know how the other MPMs are, but like this one came with a ninety-step transformation. So that is... that
0: is there. That's there. That that fits. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: that that's also the question, though. Like, how many of those steps are like you pull the arm out? But in reality, it's like you rotate it up at the shoulder 90 degrees, then you rotate the elbow out 90 degrees, then you twist it.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, no one will ever know because you... they, they printed the instructions so small you can't tell, right? There's, so
2: <laughs> it's so, <laughs> That's it's true. so weird how they did the instructions. There's one shot in there. I, I need to dig this up and take a photo before we like disband here. But yeah. like literally to demonstrate, oh, you have to rotate the figure at this point to get to the next step. And for some reason, they zoomed it out. They zoomed out the actual toys, so it's even hard to tell what orientation it's actually in.
0: This is so exciting to me, because the, it's the one thing I have left that I'm kind of a meanie about, right, is the instructions, because they are just not keeping up. They're not keeping up with how the toys are going. And I, and I always sometimes go, like, am I too mean? And then Aaron backs me up immediately, and I'm like, no, that's right. That's our one thing we have. When people are like, you like everything too much, like, we hate the instructions. heh heh heh. Except the, the Toxatron instructions are actually pretty good. The the color choices uh on Dead Ends at least were actually really solid. It was good instructions. Okay, here. Let me uh let me drop this in. Just just, just cuz uh, I'm imagining those those god awful Megazord instructions we saw a couple months ago where like you just you literally couldn't tell what you were looking at on one step. It was just there was like you could tell some some greeble was highlighted. Um,
2: okay, I'm I will also just.
0: I'll, I'm going to make my statement again too. If it's MPM, especially if it's a two hundred dollar plus MPM, it should just be a book. It should be a booklet yeah. with a staple in it. Like,
1: well, yeah, it doesn't even need to be a huge booklet. Put four steps on each sheet. Yeah, like just one little pamphlet packet thing. But yeah, if you're paying two bills, like that's I mean, that's enough that it ought to be like you
0: know. Let's,
1: I knew it was over. As, I knew it
0: was all over as soon as Haslab Star Saber came with one giant piece of paper folded a million times. Yeah. yeah. Was like, okay. yeah. All right. well What the hell? <laughs> Why is it so small? I don't
1: know.
0: <laughs> right, look like Aaron, right next to the one eighty, a tiny, tiny yeah. truck.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> well, you need to see where on the truck this clear view of what you should see of the truck should be. So little. Here, I'll
2: give you the better one. I uh, will give you the better one. The,
1: those those are the ones that just upset me, though. Like,
0: what's the what's that, the step next to it? Wh- what's okay? Is that the arm? Okay, that's the arm. All right, never mind. <laughs> but yeah, Aaron, you're saying, you're saying.
1: But it's like the the one eighty one. Like I can get if you're doing that. Like it, it's it's a thing that like as the process engineering that that I've done. You know, you you want to, you know, make it very clear that whole if you've ever done the, you know, the the classroom test of tell me how to, you know, write down all the instructions of how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that have to start with, you know, verify that you have bread and peanut butter and jelly as consumables. And if you don't go to the store and get them, you know, that sort of instruction thing, if you're going to lay out instructions that precise, then your photos need to be able to show you. Those parts of the process. If this turn one eighty so that you can see the clip part that you're going to pull aside, like that's pretty clear. And then it's probably also not showing the other side that you're also doing it
0: on. So
1: what's the point of the rotate one eighty?
0: Aaron, look at step sixty three in the second photograph. What's happening in step sixty three?
1: You're you're taking the vertical pieces off the top of that shoulder and rotating them down into the the arm bit. Maybe well, no, is there they... a
0: tiny tiny version of him next? So here's the but thing. Yeah, here's but the thing.
1: and and, the, and then that's and then that's the thing is the prior instruction shows a similar vantage point. So like yeah, it's... that 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 tiny tiny version is pointless because it's still the same.
2: Yeah, it's the, part. It's the same area. You work on the same area. 63 is just two panels that fold down onto the top of his shoulders. That's it.
0: Okay, because in, in the... So, with no context, right? Step 63 looks like one of those Megazord instruction steps, where there's just... There are two things that are, that are purple, kind of... Uh, amidst a whole bunch of other stuff. And I'm like, if you're going to do the close-up, then just do the full close-up. Not, anyway. Uh... <laughs> I want. I don't want to go on and on because I can go on about it all the time. But yeah, this this all this this is new to me. This like have a tiny tiny version of it and then a circle and then a zoom in square because usually like they've done the zoom in square, but like it it's weirder. It's not that zoomed
1: in. Yeah, yeah. This is weirder. Like show show just the shoulder with the like you know two versions of it, the colored in one that's down and the like ghosted highlight of it up, so you can see. What you're rotating in a vertical position, going down, like that, mm, or so- or just do
0: do a booklet where you also have like
1: do a bu- notes do a, do a full color printed version of the booklet. You don't you you could do that without notes because then you're going to have to think about multilingual issues. You know, if you write it For all sure. in Japanese and they they understand that you know potentially the majority of the market's overseas, and if you release it in the U.S. now. Like, you can do it in just English, but if you want to release it any other place, then you've got to do at least trilingual, maybe six languages, so you could maybe have,
0: well, like... I mean, they've demonstrated... Lego,
1: Lego stuff will do, like, automatopoeia. They'll do, like, click.
0: They've demonstrated, though. They can, they can print real small now, so they could just print the trilingual as small as some of those tiny, tiny trucks and little men on the existing instruction book. <laughs> you know, just sh- shrink down the text so it's just, like, a couple of grains at the bottom. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, wow. That's uh, that's the kind of instructions where, like, I bet it's fine if you're doing it all in one go, but the moment your phone rings, right, between, like, steps like, you know, 63 and 64 or something, you're gonna be like, Well, wait, where was I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, anyway, instructions aside, uh, I'm really glad to hear that it sounds like Bonecrusher turned out well, because the MPM Decepticons are kind of the high mark of NPM, in my opinion. Um, they're the ones that just kept turning out well. The Autobots are a real weird um, Pringles ripple chip. Like, they they are, they are all over the place from Autobot to Autobot, in my opinion. Um, with, like, Ratchet being the best one. Uh, but, uh, like, NPM Bar- Barricade, solid. NPM uh, Starscream, decent. NPM Megatron, I think, is good. Um, a lot of people who don't like him, I think, also just don't like 2007 Megatron. Uh, but, like, they, they did, I think, a decent job on that weird design. And then Aaron said Blackout's good, and I believe him. I, did, I haven't been able to actually buy Blackout yet. Uh, but yeah, no, that's, that's, that's very cool. Um, can't wait to hear about the other expensive thing. Uh, but before we get to the other expensive thing, um... Aaron, let's hit another one of yours. Hey, I'll
1: go cheap. Uh, I got the uh, Legacy Universe Strongarm.
0: Yeah, I have that right here in front of me. Yeah. Uh,
1: Again, what was it? Like, Alita 1 kind of shares some of the transformation
0: aspects. Less than I thought, though. Um, Like, this toy surprised me a lot. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: My biggest issue with her is, like, I, I know that she's got a backpack, and that's relatively canonical, but I feel like her backpack folds
0: up the wrong way. Well, it's weird, right? Because it, like, actually has these double-hinged things for, like, angled panel parts.
1: Yeah, like, wh- wh- how are her doors supposed to go? Are her car doors supposed to go up?
0: They're supposed to kind of go g- up and okay. out.
1: Cause I, cause I can, I can get it to do that, but it feels like that just takes up more space. So there's like, like... she already has the big shoulder parts that again, they're, they're what her character has. So you got to represent that, but that seems like it just further impacts that versus like, if they just, if you just leave the doors down on the, on the cab,
0: Part. It's it's from the rid the rid twenty fifteen design. She had like kind of like flipped up angled outdoors. Um, okay, and so the idea is you rotate the doors one eighty and then it's f- um, simultaneously mm-hmm. swing them out to be a V shape. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that is kind of that is kind of it. Um, that's just literally but, to mimic like her model's yeah. odd thing. Um,
1: it's it's just frustrating though because then if you want her to do anything with her arm forward, that's not just elbow. Like that
0: hits the so truck, I've, truck I've, quarter I've, panel. If you parts. if you then swing her shoulder chunks outwards, they at least on mine they just clear
1: okay. the door parts. Oh yeah, you really got to kind of swing your mouth. Yeah, there,
0: don't you? I think that's Ugh. why they swing out so far is specifically so they can Ugh. clear that. So you kind of got to be into that, Gross. and that's going to be a real your taste kind of thing. Like there's there's a lot of compromise going on. Gross. Uh, I, I wish that.
1: That she maybe had more like a a striker build.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I what I, agree. I
1: remember of R I D twenty fifteen is she wasn't maybe not necessarily thick, but she was she was built. So uh, crit- and this makes her feel like more like she could have a sports car on her back or maybe motorcycle parts
0: because uh, she's got a very skinny legs, very skinny arms. Some folks have done a bunch of backpack. Some folks have done the due diligence when this toy was coming out. This toy actually matches her in show model way more than I thought. Does it? Yeah, it's and so I think that for a lot of us, we have really coded on Warrior class strong arm as our memory of what she looks like. Because um, that's also kinda how they drew her in IDW two whenever she'd pop up. And I think just collectively as a fandom, we remember that toy more than how she looked in the show. Um, okay, here, hold on, let me. There's a McFeely tweet where he did a side page. by side that really made my my eyes blink. But it's
1: it's probably well, buried that would require now. me going on the platform previously known as Twitter. And I try to. Oh, it's just it's so. just Twitter. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's it's just Twitter. Yeah, there's there's some animation stuff, and yeah, that's okay. Yeah, she's she's yeah, that's that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I when okay. yeah when I saw oh. the
0: side by side, I was I'll, like, huh. I'll 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 roll
1: some of that back, but. It still feels, still, as as the toy, she feels more, she doesn't have even just, I guess I'm thinking also more just like her character was, like, if if I've got a way to dodge around something or put my forearm up and stop it with my strength, I'm going to put my forearm up and stop it with my strength. And as this toy is, that isn't the, like, character feel that I get from her.
0: Yeah, you kind of. If that
1: line makes sense,
0: I know what you mean. You, you, like, in my case, I just kind of imagined like, okay, like when she went through the legacy verse portal, she kind of Bruce lead her build a little bit, yeah. so she went like she went like slim, but also made of steel cables. Uh, yeah. So yeah, she's she's that, she's odd, uh, and and yeah. and like I said, no one should. I don't think anyone should feel bad if you were like she's too slim, because demonstrably, a ton of us remember the warrior class strong arm more so than the in show model strong arm so it's a very Mm. common reaction uh and it also just it might just be your taste too like my personal taste is i kind of think she looks better when she's just chonkier anyway but yeah (laughs) and it, it doesn't help that like yeah like like aaron like like you were dealing with like in service of that show model, she ha- she has very odd engineering that is, like, thankfully, it means she's even less like Alita 1, which is, I think, the ups- like the kind of objective mm-hmm. upside. Uh, but it is weird stuff. Like, it-, it made my eyes, again, really blink for a moment when I was like, wait, so the doors are on dedicated hinge things with a dedicated swivel just so they can flip up and stick out a bit. Like, yeah. that's kind of sick. And, and but... <laughs> again,
1: in, with wonderful instructions, it, like, wasn't terribly, like, you just rotate that, that uh, like, truck bed panel back out, but you can't really get to it unless you fillet these other things open and find the one little tab thing that'll mostly get it out there for you, like, since she's packed in in robot mode with everything kind of tucked together to be a smaller profile for inside the box. Yeah. Like she doesn't have those wing parts up to really see like hey, this is how we're supposed to be doing it. It's everything collapsed together so you don't get to see it.
0: Yep, 100 emoji, 100%. Uh it yeah, it's 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 unfortunate cuz I think that also it made it made her look also like I think way worse in photos before she came out. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I ended up coming around on her a lot myself. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they her proportions are like, they're really a your taste thing. Uh,
1: yeah, I do like her blaster weapon. It's a nice, like, it's a simple weapon and that is cool. It's not every weapon has to be a giant kerblamo machine every time because, you know, because one version or another had it, it's just a little pistol, and especially as a cop, it fits. I the the one thing that I kind of wish the the little detail that she has on the side of her thigh, I wish that was a five millimeter uh, port. Yep, so that she could ha- have her her pistol holstered.
0: Yeah, but it feels that, weird that's
1: into like a minor minor. Like, hey, this would have been a neat. I
0: I also wish that thing. I wish because her gun is so small and it has pe- like you know paired pegs sticking out either side of the back. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Are, why? Why are? Why are we not having internal storage for some guns right now? Why? Are, why are we just relying yeah. on outside sticking on the side of things? It's like it's fine. It looks fine. It just also really looks like this could fit in there somewhere, you know.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I mean, your other, you know, spoiler, your other one. I have a big thing about that too, uh, but uh, I think actually in the in the service. Oh no, I have one more. Then we'll I'll jump back. But anything else about Strongarm you want to you want to let out? No. Then uh, I will talk about my surprise toy that I got uh, from my friend Eric because he bought it and didn't want it, and I was like, "Well, I, I kind of like how that looks. I'll take it off your hands." So I got uh, no packaging, no instructions. It's a shame because the Toxotron collection instructions are actually quite pretty. I got Toxitron Collection G2 Universe Laser Cycle. Um, Identity, kind of up to you. Do you want this to be just the mysterious laser cycle? Do you want this to be trans jazz from G2? Um, I think that actually sounds kind of cool, but this is very much based on laser cycle jazz from G2. Uh, It is the Road Rage mold, which I like. Uh, I, I believe that it is a somewhat unpopular mold, not hated, just not loved. I actually like this mold a lot and I like this color scheme. I kind of, it's a very citrus minty color scheme. Um, and, uh, it's up my alley. So I was like, I do like this. So i I messed around with, um, I'm going to say her a whole bunch and, uh, still really like this figure, especially with the road rage head. I think this figure works great. Um, with the face plated head sculpt, something about that completes the silhouette visually in a way that I enjoy. Uh, I really liked, I really liked, um, not road rage road rocket as well um and i liked rc but rc has ended up being the weak one to me (laughs) uh but also i I will say this is probably the least explosive of the toxitron collection because it's white with a gradient to yellow and then some kind of like lime green highlights it's not really like you know bombastically taking risks like the rest of them have um well i'm gonna say the g2 dead end is not really taking risks either he's a red car right (laughs) but But the other ones with gradients, I think, are taking more risks. But I still like this. Um, I think you got to you gotta be into it or, you know, you got to be into it before you even look at it like I was. Um, nothing's going to really change your mind when you see it in person. But uh, it's nice to have another one of these little uh, ninja cycles. Um, and I, I just I really like how the backpack works in robot mode because there's so many ways to configure it. That's also why I don't mind having like three different characters off of this mold because I can configure the backpack in all these different ways. It's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, Laser Cycle seems to be the least popular of the Toxotron collection, if I'm being honest. Uh, that's a shame because I really like her. Um, Aaron, let's pop back to you for the, for the final, the finale of our on topic what we got acquisitions Legacy
1: Evolution Strongarm. You
0: talked about her Ooh, already. Shadow Striker. <laughs> Shadow Striker,
1: the other one. I crossed out the wrong one on our list hey, um. because I'm tired. <laughs> But, yeah, Shadow Striker, the very, very much not a pre-tool for something else. Who? Never heard of them. Huh? What? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Really, I... This is one that actually was found not on the trip before the trip that we made to Indianapolis that was saddening. Um... But yeah, it's, uh, it's her or what did I say I saw somebody say like uh what was it uh what were the OTFCC roulette and
0: and Shadow Striker yeah.
1: And Shadow Striker yeah. Um really the way that the shield arm thing is done on her is about the best um way that I think that it could be done in that it's on like a a double wishbone piece, so that it's just a part that can come off as a shield, and can be plugged into either arm, for, for how it sits on the car, and also is a removable piece, so that that is yet another thing that, like, hey, a significant thing of what makes car look like car is in this one piece, what can be updated.
0: Yeah, the the double wishbone joint on the shield, I think, is actually slightly inspired. In a lot of ways, I wish the tolerance connections were a little more even, because I find mm-hmm. it's it's very easy to, because you can detach it, you can you can lever it back and forth. I find whenever I try to do one, the other happens basically. <laughs>
1: yeah, my my biggest issue with her transformation um, was the getting the. Alignment between like the, what is it? Her like hip parts to line up right with the the car. Oh, like front quarter panel pieces. Yeah, that flip up into make her torso. There's a like that whole that whole chunk is a series of pegs that have to peg just right, or else it it like. Kicks out, yeah, on, and was was very frustrating on mine in the car mode. I'm transforming her back the other way and hitting it again,
0: yeah, the the car mode on mine, like the back of the shield near the rear bumper, simply doesn't tab all the way down, um, mm-hmm. and the gun piece simply doesn't tab evenly all the way in, uh, yeah. And there's also a lot I of was, there's a lot of hidden tabs I was too.
1: Able to get all of those hidden tabs tabbed in the right way.
0: I, I got them, so, i've gotten them like, tabbed in but then when i let go they they just go like poink like we'll be one of them yeah no <laughs>
1: mine 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 managed to to go right um and the the biggest thing to me that, that's kind of a uh, is that her back bumper just
0: comes off it's a very Earthrise cliff jumper feeling of yeah of i understand why this is coming off I understand this is in fact accurate to an older toy. This is imaging, Uh, but yeah. it sucks. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's again a place where that could just be left behind so you can make like a weird it it doesn't quite want to fit. I mean, it it can go on like the back of an arm to be a different kind of like arm shieldy bit. Yeah, or you or can you can you can, s- you can stick on the a end of the gun to make it very much like what Sideburn's gun was. Yeah. You know things like that, and I, yeah, again, I get that, but it, it, it's a piece that, like, I, I have feel bads when it's toy pieces that if they were misplaced would affect the toy more than trivially. Yeah,
0: yeah. I agree, and and I also just like it. Just feels awkward. Like I like I like the ways you can use it to make her more asymmetrical by just like sticking it on as like a you know a, a shoulder b- or a bicep piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I-, I wish there was a smoother integration. Like I wish it was maybe just attached to the roof shield, you know. Yeah, and it would it could fold up into it. Then you could pull it out if you really want to. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, she- she's also the one where I am light. I am lightly half-jokingly livid that she has no official designed way to store her gun inside the car mode because there is literally a slot you can just throw it in and it rattles Mm -hmm. around a lot, but it fits inside the car mode. And I'm like, you just just one tap.
1: And it has an interesting way, like, there's an extra bit on her, like, on one of her cape car door bits. Yeah! That has a hole. And there's specifically a peg on the side of the. It's neat because it's like a sword blaster. You can have it as a blaster, or you can have her hold the other part of it, and it has like a a a protection around the knuckles. Yeah, like it's like so much neat design is there, and then they just went, "Yeah, but it won't fit against the door, whatever."
0: So you just stick it on the and, roof and let just it stick, go. Just stick it on yeah. the roof.
1: So just yeah, just. Time honored tradition of just and it and usually robots in disguise with artillery pieces on the top of the sports car.
0: Usually, I'd leave it alone as just like shrug, whatever. But the, the part where there is literally a divot, it fits in inside of her in car mode, mm-hmm. where I'm just like, I'm like crying out loud, y'all. <laughs> did did y'all not even like? Is either this is on purpose or I'm the one who thought of it? Like, or, you know, not me, but yeah. like the fandom, I heard this, I heard about this from, from someone else. So like, it just, it, you know, it was the first thing someone tried to do. Cause it's like, this looks like this should fit in here. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it should. And it's silly that you kind of have to just leave her it in and have it rattling around like a, you know, like a clown. Uh, I was also going to say, it's kind of funny that, cause like, you know, obviously people are saying like, oh, she's a pre-tool for sideburn and it's like, yes, but also is she not simply just shadow striker? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, like, dropping the joke for half a moment, and then I'm going to resume it for the rest of my life. Uh, people are like, oh, Detritus, pre-tool for Hound. Is it? Or is that just Detritus?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I, and it's a thing where I don't think I... My, I gotta think about how, I, how necessarily... I, would, I don't think that I mind the, like, pre-tools. Um... You know, the other one coming out first. I just wish that there was more, like, detritus to Hound. There's no change between those two molds. Yeah. Whatsoever. It's paint. That's not. That's. Granted, that's what the the original version was as well for e-hobby so yeah but okay you whatever. could
2: you could play into the nature a little bit more like sculpts sculpt some yeah. cracks and dents c- into detrius, so it looks more junky
1: yeah 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 exactly yeah. you know you you know like i said you have you you make a different windscreen you know you make a, a a damaged windscreen or you make one that's folded down um that there's already the hinge there so that'd work you know to to do some other small step to help differentiate between the two of them and granted. When they don't, it makes it easier for production. It makes it an a easier sell financially. Yeah, okay. Um, but it's... You know, because c- you can easily see. You're, you're going to change those three front panels. You're going to change maybe the top. I don't know. You, I don't know how close you can push to Viper.
0: Well, yeah, um, that's the other thing, and, right? And and, <laughs> and stay,
1: like, legally distinct. Yeah. Um, you know, what gets close enough to Sideburn, but far enough away from a Dodge Viper, that uh, that whoever owns the Dodge brand now won't come after you. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Also, this, this enters into, like, this is, there's a topic I've kind of had brewing in my head in the last year or two, but it's like, I don't get into it too much, because I feel like it's a topic that's very parallel to an attitude towards Transformers toys that I find kind of, like, unconstructive at times, but as, you know, especially Generations, continues to kind of just become affordable retail masterpiece, basically, um, Mm -hmm. in in the combination of its intent and kind of, like, you know, how it's moving forward. And it happens to still jive with kids enough that, like, they got windows on boxes still. Um, We get ever closer to this kind of, like, weird little Rubicon of, like, at what point does Generations warrant Detritus just having the retooling done to be the beat up version of hound physically not just canonically and with some paint apps you know like like tj like you're saying like having the actual cracks and dents the junkiness molded in as like a separate piece and it's like you know that oh that could drive the costs up a bit And it's like it could but also the costs are going up anyway so like is there a point where maybe we rip the band-aid and just eat the costs go up in a way that's really gonna hurt and then we just have this premium ish mainline because now we're so close to the, to the, the thin line, right. With the, the yearly price or nigh yearly price increases that I'm like, should we just rip the bandaid soon? Cause like, we're already at the part where voyagers are, are near 50 bucks in Canada. So like if they became 60 bucks and were markedly higher end, I don't think I would notice <laughs> basically. So it's a weird topic and like I don't I don't I'm going to have to go on too long but like cuz it it is dangerously close to the whole like why don't they make the toy better right Yeah but uh we're also now in a real a, a very thinning gray zone between a lot of those extremes Um I don't know let I mean, we'll see we'll see what happens Um the the team the team working on stuff are are solid and uh I still get surprised every year by something so hey let's see let's see what they do Um I believe that does our on-topic. What we got? So let's let's get into some off-topic. TJ, I have only heard things about this thing of yours, so I want to know how <laughs> yours turned out. I've heard so many things about this from afar.
2: <laughs> okay, so because Hasbro did one of those like crazy, like thirty-five percent off whatever that like, whatever you want deals. Uh, yeah, I got the Zap Astro Megazord.
0: Yes, the Zord Ascension Project.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually curious, what have you heard?
0: Um, so to summarize about I'd say three or four other people's feedback that I kinda heard directly. Uh it's a real neat toy design, and also it has this tendency amidst people who report it to have breakages in the box when they open the box. Huh. Like, not all of them, but, like, that's that's one where it was crossing into a level of regularity enough where I actually backed off from having interest in it, basically. Because it's expensive over here.
2: So, from what I can tell, mine is not broken. Everything all seems right. to work fine. Everything's... Yet. Yet.
0: Yet. <laughs> uh, there is... I, I'm going to go do some digging while we're talking, because there, there's, like, a very specific list of things to look for that I remember someone telling me. But um, that's already a good start, mm. because I like the Astro Megazord, so I wanted the Zap Astro to turn out well. And, the like, basically, the, the the rest the rest of the crux of the feedback was, like, this isn't a bad toy. It's just, it's a shame that it costs this much, because it doesn't feel like that, was the other kind of feedback yeah. I heard.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I can definitely see that, because, like, their asking was essentially titan prices for it and it's yeah. definitely not like up to what a titan transformer is like you know i wouldn't put this up against like the arc for instance um yeah now on sale i think it's fine like i will oh, say I see,
0: I see what the sale was holy crap yeah <laughs> i forgot how much the retail was
2: i will say um for what it is like for what it is like i'm i'm perfectly fine with it so far It's it kind of feels the way that a lot of Hasbro Power Ranger stuff feels like I don't think the the plastic feel of it is quite as good as a transformer is like there is something a little bit softer about it. Mm
0: -hmm. I don't
2: know why that's a thing, but it is. But honestly, it's fine. Like, yeah, it's expensive for what it is, but. It's what it's supposed to be. It's a really big, articulated version of the original Astro Megazord. It transforms the same way, does all the stuff that the original toy did, um, and then you work in a few extra little gimmicks like, oh, well, you know, uh, the shuttle's cockpit has the rangers sitting in it. Or, you know, like, there's, like, a main command uh, station inside the chest for the spaceship mode, where all the rangers are sitting at their stations. You know, so you know, your little things like that you know and all that works um, the only things I have is like like I do have like little like quality problems like I wish or, or like just like general engineering things like I don't think the shuttle holds together very well like yeah for what should just like tab together it feels like like uh, it does kind of want to come apart at it's at its own uh, midsection that's weird Um <laughs> also, the way the head transforms creates a few gaps in the overall head. That's a little bit weird too.
0: Okay. No, but I I figured out what the the common problems were. By the way, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna make okay. a whole picture just to I'm gonna clip them out. Basically, the clips are the you know the C clips that thing has. Uh huh. They are the problem. Okay. Uh, and if the question is which ones. Seems the ones on the legs are the most infamous, but also it seems like the general feedback is kind of all of them. Uh, so I, someone was asking how to not break this. So there's there's some info floating around Twitter. It's like, you know, make sure you pull the arms down before attempting to separate the legs. Take your time moving the legs. Don't force anything. Be gentle with the leg clips. Uh, watch the clips on the shield of the missiles. Um, but it sounds like the leg clips are the things that were very commonly, like, some people reported them being, like, visibly stressed out of the package. Um.
1: Seems like the best way to play with this toy is to not play with the toy.
0: <laughs> it, it just seems like they, they might have, I don't, I don't know how to put this, C-clips are very intensive plastic, and it sounds like maybe they did the C-clips not in palm, or maybe they did them in a th- too thin a rendering of palm.
2: That's uh, likely.
0: I yeah, mean, I've, I've it had like uh,
2: I've had Bandai Japan toys do the exact same thing, like the Kyoruger oh, the- toys were infamous for that.
0: And there is there is this mounting. This started with the 2010s era SH Fig arts, but like the Soul of Chogokin toys sometimes are disintegrating now. Ooh. Um, there's <laughs> there's a lot of Bandai Japan high end stuff. Once it stopped being under 10 years old. Feels like it, it was not designed to be more than 10 years old. Uh, not, not all of it, obviously, and it's very case by case, but like, like my, my original Soul of Chagokin, um, Leopardon, friggin', uh, some part of it just disintegrated in my hands a couple years ago, uh, when I hadn't messed with it for a few years. Um, I forgot precisely what, it was like some common break in, I think, one of the limbs, but, yeah, the, with the Astro Megazord, the Zap Astro Megazord, it seems like that's the thing, is the clips have cracked on some people, so you gotta be careful with them. And a general feedback as well of this is really nice, it's a shame that it costs as much because that feels bad.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause here's the thing like even this thing, like even if some of the clips break on it, you know, as long as it can like pass for the shuttle mode, I'm fine. I'm not gonna transform it that often. Yeah. It looks like a super cool version of the Astro Megazord when it's standing. The only thing, like, literally, like, my only major criticism of it right now is that if I put it in any pose that looks correct for a Megazord, it looks good. If I do any kind of poses the way I really like, it looks awkward. Because, like, uh... like, it has an ankle tilt function, but it doesn't work that well, so I can't keep the legs too far out, or else you know he gets a little bit uh, wobbly. Um, the knee, like the knees and the hips look really, odd. I mean, the hips is because of the, the hip skirts, which on an actual, like Megazord suit is not a thing. Um, but right. the knees get a little bit weird looking too, when you go in and uh, start bending them too far. It's, it's just one of those things where like, if he does everything a Megazord's supposed to do, that's fine. He, he, he's great at that. And then it gets weird everywhere else. <laughs>
0: yeah also sorry while i was doing this search i caught something i don't know if i'll go too deep into this i don't know what the spoiler thing on new power rangers is as far as like ho- this is from like september uh apparently there's some scene where they show old megazords and the astro megazord is shown in one of those new power ranger shows and it is the cad model for the zap astro megazord right down to the screw holes
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and someone was like oh i wonder if the clips broke
2: Um, I'll give you the funny one. So, it doesn't really have a lot of accessories outside of what the original toy came with. So, shield, the parts for the gun, the sword, etc. It does have additional hands. And those are fine. Uh, it, like the other Zap Megazord, comes with, like, tiny little iterations of the Rangers in case you just want them, like, I don't know, like, standing on the top of the Megazord just hanging out for some reason. Yeah. Um, they're all kind of done in the same pose, which is, you know, a little bit weird. Uh, but that's in space for you. Um, Out of my five, my Blue Ranger is female. All right. Because it's the mold with a skirt on it. And my Pink Ranger is doing the smooth criminal lean.
0: Well, you know, it's the current Space Rangers, right? Like, obviously, they must have. As time went on, you know, they retired. New, uh, young uh, heroes take the mantle up. You know, it's. I'm sure the acid a, problem. The acid problem. I'm sure there's a comic book that twice all of it. <laughs> uh, do you think they're going to keep doing the Zord Ascension Project? I mean, this is.
2: This is Like, this is old enough to go on 35% clearance, and they haven't announced anything. Well, I mean, Power Ranger-wise, they haven't announced anything, period.
0: Yeah. It's it's such a shame, because what a good name for a project that kind of, like, you know, I'm broadly speaking here, kind of seems to have whiffed twice, is sort of how it seems like it went. How'd the Dragonzord turn out? Oh, I forgot they did a Dragonzord. I should look that up. Of course they um, did a Dragonzord. Yeah, listen, I don't know. <laughs> I'm
2: I'm I'm, fir- I'm firmly convinced they did the Megazord just to do the Dragonzord.
0: Uh, let's see, let's see. Um, well, Entertainment Earth had both the Dragonzord and the Megazord on Bogo fifty percent off last month. Uh, that's the Super Seven Dragonzord. That's a whole other conversation. No one seems to be talking about it this year that's so weird <laughs> i searched zap Dragon Zord. i'm back to july of this year on twitter and there's nothing <laughs> <laughs> that's a good sign when did sign. it come out when, okay it came out okay it came out earlier it came out earlier yeah i thought i saw people going like oh where can i get it i'm like did no one ever say they got it uh okay keep going. keep going back uh, it's back up for pre-order. Looks like my comic shop got a supply. It's people taking pictures of the box. Nobody's buying it. Um, there's a review, but it's YouTube. That's too far away. Too much work. Uh. <laughs> Maybe it turned out all right. Maybe it turned out okay. Oh, they had a they, they showed a logo a year ago for a zap, um, either for a zap tiger zord. Yeah,
2: I haven't heard a thing.
0: That's a shame. <laughs> oh wow, Zap Dragonzord came out a year ago. Jeez. Hmm. Uh, apparently it likes the fact that the feet aren't top heavy like the legacy version. Apparently the packaging is really good. That, I mean, I've heard that about all of them. Uh, here's a Tumblr post. Firefox can't open this page. Oh, it's YouTube. Uh, oh, here's someone who said Zap Dragonzord video dropping today. It's a mess. <laughs> oh, what's the clip? It's a four-second clip. Oh, I remember what I heard. Yeah, so th- so it turned out okay, except you can't hold the weapon. Like you know the weapon when you form the Dragon Megazord.
1: Like they, the tail
2: the drill yeah the thing yeah
0: the drill yeah, staff. They um, they didn't figure it out. They just it, it still is. It stands next to him, and you place his hand next to it. That's
2: literally how it's always worked.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping they'd get a little bit funky with it. Uh Oh, there's more open hands that come with, like, option hands. Oh, here, someone has it in a neat pose. Maybe that took a lot of balancing and, and daring do. Uh So, look, someone figured it out. Seems like, okay, this, this sort of just tracks with the zap feeling then. Some folks figured it out and kind of dig it. Most folks are like, eh. And I guess, yeah, generally, this same person, their next tweet is not worth 113 bucks. <laughs> but apparently this person says it is better. Uh, this is, where is it? yeah, this person says this is handled better than the Dino Megazord. Um, okay, I forgot that this, the Dragon Dragonzord actually came out. Another person says, "Dragon Zord not worth its full price. I need to reconsider parts of this line." Jeez. Oh, uh, here's anyway, someone saying, uh, "I hate that we finally really digging the Zap line.
2: I hate I hate that we. <laughs> I hate that we finally got what we always asked Bandai for, which was just just make Megazords with articulation. That's all we wanted. That's all we asked for. Yeah, and then this is the result.
0: Yeah, um here we go. I'm really digging the Zapline Dragon Sword came in today and it's a solid piece overall. Looks great with the other dinosaurs. The only issue I can see is the Mega Dragon combination. It was a mess to put on, but looks great overall. Uh Yeah, it's like a solid 8 out of 10 kind 8 out of 10 coded toy, I guess. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Okay. Weird. It, it's a shame. It's just, It was. I mean, the name was so good. The Zord Ascension Project. What a good name. And, and I mean, it's, it's a shame it doesn't sound like anything Ascension. It all plays
2: know. off the lightning bolt. We got lightning collection. We got zap. It's perfect. And yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Unfortunate. Um. Well, at least it's not. This is the thing. At least it's not bad. It's just like. It's that weird in between kind of good area where you're like i don't even know if like i'm glad i got it on sale is like the common i mean your case right like you got it for deep deep ass discount and thus better experience (laughs) um all right let's pop over aaron you got you got some off-topic stuff were either them on deep ass clearance or were they just feel goods
1: no um so, so the one that i will talk about that i i kind of ranted about a little bit um the, the trip to Indianapolis that we did, part of it included a trip to go to uh, Ikea in order to get some Detolfs. Yeah. Because I've got space, stuff moved around, and I now have space where I could put a couple of Detolfs I have a nice, you know, the display case that if you're a true collector, you're supposed to have. Uh, only to find out that Ikea is discontinuing the detolf. Well, yeah. And the either- my Ikea had none of them. And the only place that I can get them that's IKEA is apparently now marked up forty dollars per and it's thirty-five
0: dollars shipping. They know exactly what they're doing, the scum. They know exactly what they're doing because everyone says detolf. Uh
1: yeah, so so I was like, Well some bitch. Uh turns out there's another similar thing except for it's shorter with one less shelf and a smaller footprint. Uh, that costs as much as the DTOLF did. Oh, and it has hard, uh, it, it's not clear corners, uh, the way that DTOLFs are. It's, it's metal brackets that let you hide wiring, but also make it so that the corner on view is no longer nice and, and pretty.
0: Oddly, um, oddly parallel to how the, uh, in-flight experience has gone for economy-class passengers on airplanes. It's, it's smaller. There's a clever piece of tech in here. And it costs the same. Actually, mm-hmm. more expensive.
1: Yeah. So it was I I was was very frustrated at that because we'd just been like I'd kind of been aiming towards the goal of like hey, I want to get the specific areas cleaned up and and find the things that I'd want to put in there. And then that happened. So, um yeah, if if you've got your detolfs, enjoy them because they're never making any more.
0: And the problem is if you ever move detolfs, there is a 25% chance they will just shatter and disintegrate in your hands. So, you- yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think maybe that's what happened is like it turns out that, you know, they, they, they were never able to manufacture more Detolfs. The Detolf farm output all of these. We had a few decades with them, but the, the, the Detolf master mold like shattered the day after they finished the first run. And <laughs> it's all they could do. The Detolf farm burned down in a natural disaster.
1: Yeah. So so the, the new version is the, the uh Bladen. Pasting IKEA page. Better name. Um,
0: I'm gonna say better yeah. name. Detolf, Detolf sounds like an automatic pia for like a forehead colliding with something dense. Like this. Yeah. This at least Suppo- is a
1: supposedly this has inbuilt dust prevention.
0: Does that just mean that the, there's not a big gap on the side of the door?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I I sent the link for it. Oh, yeah, but. Yeah.
0: Cause inbuilt dust prevention seems like a really fancy way to go. Like there's not a gap this time and d- dust will still get in. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I guess it has the same number of shelves. It's just okay. a shorter, shorter. It's now like, instead of being 15 inch height between layers, it's like 13 inches or something. It's like,
0: yeah. <coughs> <coughs> excuse me,
1: it's shrunk in all dimensions,
0: I have something like this that they made that's on legs um, that I like. This is fine.
1: See, there was a cool cabinet that looked very, like, 50s shop industrial. Yeah. Um, that Alfie was thinking about getting before that almost had, like, the that 40s, 50s, like, the textured paint that they would put on... On, like, electrical equipment type stuff? Was it
0: green? Like, green-ish? Yeah, I think...
1: like a green... like a blue-green?
0: I think that's the one I have. I gotta look for a photo of... Okay. Oh! Uh, the Fabricor. That's what it is. Yes. That
1: sounds like a familiar name. I'll
0: paste it. I, yeah, I have one of these. Um, the keys for the door are actually really fragile, and there's no way to keep the door closed without locking it. So... If, oh, Well, that's cool. If you if you do get one, don't break the keys. <laughs> yeah, they break. But that easy. that
1: was that was one that we were kind of looking at. Yeah, this
0: is the one I meant. Um, but
1: really, and really, we'd only discovered that the Detolf was sold out when we actually got into like the here. It we're no longer in the like display room maze that they have, but instead just the warehouse space and i didn't i like didn't remember what the name of the other cabinet that was sitting next to the detolfs were when we saw the detolf because it just had a hey we're leaving soon sign on it <laughs> so it wasn't like a oh what's the alternate i was just like okay well i'll go get their last couple and then it was to our gene seed has been lost
0: yeah uh, so. if anyone out there is looking at a fabricord the specific tip do not leave the key in the keyhole because I thought, oh, I'll just leave the key in and use it like a handle uh, and all it took was my mom's elbow bumping the key while it was in the keyhole to nearly snap it off um, so don't leave the key in the keyhole get a key ring use some double stick tape to stick the key ring on the side of the cabinet if you must uh, but do not leave the keys in there, you will be sad <laughs> Um well, you know, my my condolences to the Detolfs, but I think it will take us to a better and brighter future because as a Detolf enjoyer, the Detolfs were so over prevalent everywhere. <laughs> like they're nice, but you know, if you're ever going to move <laughs> Yeah,
1: well I mean I I did the move and this is ideally yeah. the we're not ever moving again house. Yeah, so. you're
0: you're in the you're in a detolf like, position. Um, I'll just go,
1: go for it, but yeah. I mean, the, so the, then the, it fell back, looks... then it fell back to like, okay, well, you know, maybe do we look at getting a couple more billies for my office? Cause that's what I got a bunch of the stuff out of the office. And it's like, okay, do we get a couple more billies rather than like the target particle board shells, which are the same, oh, except for yeah. the, the, it, they're theoretically the same, um, except for they're all like different colors of veneer print versus just like white or black,
0: um, austere black billies. That's the way to do it. Yeah.
1: Um, just like discussions like that, but I was just like, I just wanted my Detolf, so I could be one of the cool kids.
0: I think okay, I'm gonna say kick this. It a rock. I'm gonna say this. I think the Blalidden is cooler than the Detolf, and I'm not just trying to make you feel better. Yeah, I, I think more, it looks so, more so. More so, like, I, I think it looks okay straight on. Yeah. It probably looks better,
1: but, like, at an angle. So, so, if you've got something you want to display in there, absolutely. That you'd like to see from an angle. But, my, my, that's
0: going to be a different look. My experience with the Fabricor is because I thought that was going to be the problem with the Fabricor because you see, it's got, like, those mm-hmm. big ass thick ridges on all the corners. That is way less of an issue in person than I thought it would be yeah Uh, especially if you have lighting in there um
1: that could be the other thing too of just get a couple the like whatever the lighting kits are for it yeah um because that was one of the the like things that it showed of like hey because it has the the like thicker side and i guess it has it even specifically has like a hole on the top of it that lets you snake the line in, so yeah. that then you can, like, light it up, so... Uh, maybe... Consider
0: how many people have details that they would then weather weatherstrip to, for dust prevention, install LED strips on the corners, right? They basically were turning yeah. them into blau anyway, so... Yeah.
1: You're making me feel a little bit better, Yeah, I,
0: I appreciate that. Oh, and I mean, I just, you know... Objectively means speaking. I
1: gotta make an make another <laughs> trip to get a couple more things. Really what we're looking at the the ultimate thing is we want to uh replace the uh futon that is our current couch to to get a, a nice couch for the living room and then bring that futon into here so that my office can then also be an easy guest bedroom. Yes. Um but that's all like, uh, then that means we got to take the truck down, and the truck gets crap gas mileage, and it's not great on a long drive compared to the nice, smooth driving of a sedan. It's
0: got to get in some bopping tunes.
1: Uh, yeah, well, I got the bopping tunes. It's it's the, the, <laughs> the rougher ride of the truck versus the smoother ride of the car.
0: Yeah. Well, is... oh, I believe in y'all, I think you can do it.
1: You know, I I know we can do it. It's having the, like, <laughs> emotional energy to go and do it. Yeah. I... Fi- finding that, that internal will to say, ah, oh, fine, 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 we'll go do it.
0: Locate some really cool, unique food place to go to on your way or at that location, so it becomes like a, a picnic outing as well. Yeah, maybe. That's what I would do. Find some some... it's it's
1: also the discussion, like do we do just like a a sofa or we do like the big like do we make a big sectional so we can have like a discussion pit type of thing, or do we do like what do we actually want to do? And then it's like, I don't know, that's a lot of decisions. It's the year twenty twenty
0: three. Where are my AR glasses to just let me look at a space and imagine all this?
1: Yeah. It's twenty twenty three. That'd be really cool too. It's about to be twenty twenty
0: four. (laughs) <laughs> like
1: let let me measure dimensions out. I could I could probably eventually rig something together, but I'd spend more time doing that than actually like. What's the return policy on this? If I just like buy two of them, and mm, I don't know about that one. Let me let me try the the finala and not the kivik. Okay. Oh yeah, I like the look of the finala better. Let's go with that one. Return the other one. Like yeah. Too too many too many adult decisions what need to be made and and I was very rapidly running out of adulting. Plus, when we were there, there were like two kids that were screaming as they were going through everything, and it was very rapidly eating up uh, my ability to deal with human beings and Alfie's abilities to to deal with human beings and or be in public.
0: He's got to live my mom's dream of just walking up to the kids and giving them a big smile and then screaming back at them and then walking away.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite aged enough to go that deep into
0: DGAF territory. Yeah, you but, gotta, you um, gotta eventually, you gotta go full porch core. Yeah, uh, porch core is, is is the way of life where you become the the um, character on a porch who screams <laughs> at the kids in a in a kids TV show. It's a life goal. Okay.
1: Yeah, and it was like, after that, it was like, we were talking about going to the uh,
0: the mall that's
1: relatively nearby that has the, uh, the micro center at it so I could go drool at 3D printers. And it was like, no, I don't even want to go do that. I just want to go home. <laughs> oh, I'm Mopey. And she's like, we we can go look at them. I'm like, do you want to go be around people? She's like, oh, hell no. And I was like, yeah, I really don't either. Let's just go home. <laughs>
0: And yet another casualty of the Detolf 3D printers. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I made I made my case for the and I leave the rest in y'all's hands. Uh, anything else on your off-topic plate you want to hit up?
1: Um, I mean, the actual off-topic thing that I've had for a bit—that's the other one—that's on there—is I got the Lego Concorde.
0: Now, has that been discontinued yet? <laughs>
1: No, no, that's still a, a relatively new thing from Lego. Outlived the Detolf. Um, yeah, sur- survived past that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, in their icons line. Um, it is a pretty good rendition of the Concorde in Lego form. Um, I think it's in the... I'm always bad about their livers. I think this is the... Um, the british livery not the french livery um they had slight differences uh they had to be mostly white because of physics um but it has the the droop snoot in there with a couple of new pieces just for this it's about to say to make the the droop nose in there it's got a
0: lot of skylinks core going on with that nose cone
1: yeah um And it also, it has, so the the neat, the the like technics trick that it has in there is you turn the tail cone of it in order to raise and lower the landing gear.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: And it has a clutch system in there um, so that if it gets, like if the main gear get out of sync with the front gear. That eventually by opening it all the way and closing it all the way, it'll get him back in line. Uh, that's right. It also cool. has a little, a little section that you can take off that has like 12 seats and two of the bathrooms in like super tiny scale form. Um, and then the other neat thing is you build the stand that it sits on and you're sitting it on like an edge of the face of like the angled bricks. And the whole contraption that you build, that then has a like a two by two plug that you put the aircraft on, and so it sits like it's coming in for landing, uh, on that
0: stand. I just I just saw what the washrooms look like. That's like infuriatingly clever and adorable.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It 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 was a fun little. It was like you know it it does the Lego thing of like you build one of those cells, and I was like three quarters of the way through it, and I'm like, what the heck is this supposed to be? Oh! Okay, yeah, that's neat.
0: Yeah, yeah, that image there. Also, um, Um, Aaron, I found, I found Lego's ideal um, AFOL uh, photo. (laughs) This guy. Oh, is is it one of their- This guy is making uh, my, making my smile crack wider and wider. (laughs) Look at this guy's smug-ass face. (laughs)
1: And another thing that looks like it was, like, that looks like all of that was outfitted by Ikea.
0: Oh, yeah. What? That's a small image. Why did the bigger one not come in? There we go. Look at that cocked, that little cocked grin on that guy's face. Yeah. And boy, what a set of hair. I want hair like that.
1: But it was a, it was a really fun build. Uh, a bit of repetition through the wings, um, just because you're making a big, flat, white panel. Mm-hmm. Um first time I've had a couple of discolored Lego bricks in all of that white.
0: Oh, it's even hitting Lego. It, oh no. Yeah. Th- there
1: there were, there were it, it looks like there were maybe a couple of pieces of black regrind that got into it. And so there were like two gray streaks on some like 1x8s that uh, I I I got replacements for. It just now means that I'd have to like disassemble the whole a significant chunk of the wing to get to where those went in and I was just like eh part of it is so the if you look at the the first photo that you linked of it where the engine pods are I managed to accidentally hide the bad parts of two of the three bricks that were discolored underneath where those connect in oh, okay so it's not vi- it's not visible but it was just like, eh, I could, I could, I could fix it. I know it's there. Put it all back together. <laughs> I know it's there, but it's also just like a, a one by eight white brick. It, I can survive. <laughs> but. And it has uh, a whole chunk of pieces. There are like three different temporary construction pieces that you build in order to hold parts of it together while you're building like these big use the the orange color and the only the only place we're using the orange color as you build this thing are like brace pieces so that you build like you build the wing most of the wing upright as you're building it yeah and so it has these pieces that you that go where those engine parts clip on to help kind of hold it together and then to hold it together when you lay it flat to do other things where you need to push stuff you need to give some force to it to get it to go together but it's not; it wouldn't be flat because you've got the, like the arc of the bottom of it. So you'd be like trying to push on a thing that would then like go and break. So you have these pieces that you build in order to fill that in, that then you take out to do the next part. Uh, was so it, was, it was yeah. Was a fun build if you're an aviationist and a Legoist, and you got two hundred dollars um, burning a hole in your pocket.
0: It's a great build. I still love that the word is actually droop snoot. That's just so adorable. Uh, that looks really cool. I've, I forgot I forgot how pointed the shapes of the Concord are. Mm-hmm. That's really neat to look at. Uh, excellent. Well, I haven't really gotten anything off topic that I can speak to at length other than um, card games. I went to a Lorcana starter deck event for the second set last weekend. Um, Still
1: haven't been able to find any Lorcana starters. Part of the reason I went to this event... I found, like, two packs.
0: Part of the reason I went to this event was because the entry was $25, which is the cost of a starter deck without tax. And I was like, Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Here's what I'll say. The Seven Dwarves mechanic uh, is really neat, because they're like an aggro swarm. Uh, The the Merlin Mim bounce package gimmick is so my kind of stuff that I have been buying singles because that's the deck I want to build even though I thought that deck was going to because Merlin and Mim are are at, at worst rares so not like super expensive but then it turns out Purple Arthur, uh, Wizard's Apprentice kicks Nitrous into the engine of that little package and he is like right now 30 bucks a card because he's, he's the meta hype the Lorcana meta hype deranges the singles prices so much, uh, I hate it. So I just, like, I'm not going to play meta, I'm just going to play gimmicks I like, and then we'll just see how it goes. But I, I'm i a big Sword in the Stone fan, it was my first Disney movie, and I'm not much of a Disney head, but I like Sword in the Stone. And uh, I'm really happy that Sword in the Stone, like, features in the second wave, and also, like, features in my favorite color, which is purple. Uh... So uh, it's it's still kind of exciting. Also, all the wave one singles have come down in price, notably. So that'll happen to wave two when wave three comes out. So like whatever. If I'm still really into it, I'll just get you know my Arthurs then. Um, but uh, it was fun. It was fun to actually play Lorcana with more humans face to face. Um, it's a very interesting little game. Uh, I think it's got a neat decision space. Um, and I also was given a Digimon deck by a friend of mine. Which is uh, the best way to make me spend too much time on YouTube looking up what singles to get to outfit a free deck with, thus turning that free deck into an expenditure? But that Digimon card game actually seems to play in a really cool. I don't know a single thing about Digimon, which I, it seems to free me from a lot of the allure of the game. I just think the mechanics are cool, and the free deck has bugs in it. Um, so it has a it has a bugman who literally looks like Common Rider One. Uh who's a, who's a digi-monster, and so I'm gonna mess with that a little bit. Um, I know that after TFTCG uh, was let go by Watsy uh, and put into the hands of we who made the meta better, ha 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 ha, uh, a whole bunch of people told me Digimon was the game they were pivoting to and that they thought it had really good mechanics, so hey, it only took me th- nearly four years to, to catch up to wherever you all were. If It sounds like most of you moved on to One Piece, I don't know, There's, but... They didn't do a live action set for the One Piece card game yet, so I'm not I'm not interested. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's my off topic. Uh, TJ, do you guys get Bandai card
2: games in the shop? Um, unfortunately, no, because Bandai is not easy to get a license with. Okay, not for a little shop anyway. No, we, yeah. we we got we got like a small handful of Lorcana. Uh we Oh you did. We ironically we have the starter decks in stock.
0: Um That seems to be the thing they produce the most of cuz that's all that's in stock in most of Toronto yeah, is he, just the starter decks.
2: Here was the fun part. Um we didn't get any booster box they w- they didn't have any for us. They had uh one of their uh like one of their gift boxes for like the Disney 100. It's like four pack box and then they had like one eight pack box and that's all they would give us. <laughs>
0: Hmm. (laughs) yeah i uh, i was hoping to find the eight pack the trove box at toys r us because i would just like a Lorcana box to put my Lorcana cards in uh and eight packs is neat and the trove and the gift box the 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 disney 100 thing those are the things that get marked up hilariously like the booster pack the booster boxes get marked up predictably uh the trove box just marked up hilariously sad face me though so I thought, oh, I'll go to Toys R Us on the launch day, because you know, I, it worked out last time for finding the starter decks and some boosters. There was nothing there. I found out at the Lorcana event I went to why there was nothing there, is Toys R Us was always like you can you can get like one or two per per skew, right? Of Lorcana. Apparently the Ontario Toys R Us's at least changed that to you can get five things. Like you can only get five things, but they can be anything. So guess what the first two people in line did? At every Toys R Us was, I will take five Trove chests. I will take five D one hundreds, or it would be I will take five Trove chests, and my wife here will take five D one hundreds. So they they changed the limit with this weird wording that just meant all of the good stuff could be bought in quintuple, uh, and all I found were sleeves. <laughs> and also PSA because um, friend of the podcast Eric Mechanova King at the starter event bought Lorcanus sleeves. To sleeve his starter deck, do not buy the Lorcana sleeves. They are extremely bad. Um Aaron, what's what's your like how 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 card sleeve coated is your brain? Like like where's your language at with card sleeves?
1: Um I prefer dragon shields. Okay. The the
0: mats over the classics. Okay. And the the dual mats. Eh, so the the classics, uh, right? Let's focus on the classics, because those are a little yeah. they're a little bit stickier, right? Than the mats. Yeah. They're, okay. Yeah. Now imagine something with a matte, a sort of like overly smooth fuzzy matte feel on the back, right? And then like sort of a matte-ish feel on the clear part on the front. Now imagine Dragon Shield Classics. Now imagine you you wipe glue stick all over them and let let it set for about an hour. Uh so it's not quite set but it is still full of friction, and then you try to mash shuffle them. Uh, it felt like I was mash shuffling gross. granite rocks together. Um, that, sounds, that sounds like... Ravensburger got, yeah. Ravensburger got taken by whoever they um, hired to do the sleeves for Lorcana. They got taken hard. The sleeves are actual... They are, they are like 13 Canadian dollars for like 60 of them. Yeah, they are I, I mean, hot, I'd... trash sleeves. They are garbage. Yeah, I was,
1: so, uh, p- part of what I was doing recently was I was going through a bunch of old cards, and I found, like, the first Ultra Pros. Like, the ones that I had from, like, 96. Yeah. Or 95. And those, man, those were just, like, you have two kind of hard pieces of plastic. Not, like, the, the hard side top loader, but they weren't. They were not smooth sleeves by any stretch. This,
0: also, this had this, like, and, fuzz and feeling. Colored. It had this fuzzy feeling, like the outside yeah. of a new Ultimate Garb boulder. And it, here's the worst part. Because now we're where we are, right? Um, and I know someone is maybe even commenting this if someone knows, right? The store told him, uh, Oh, you, you'd you want to get character sleeves for that. Uh, clear outers. Dragon Shield makes those now. Because, you know, that's the thing with, with Japanese TCG sleeves, is the art sleeves are not designed to actually be shuffled. They are then themselves designed to be sleeves, but that's not always clear to people. Um, the Lorcana sleeves are in a similar place. H- hold, on, hold on, say that again while my brain finishes
1: reading. <laughs> okay,
0: so you take uh, Japanese sleeves for, say, Pokemon, right? Or Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, or, like, a lot of the Cardass um, art sleeves that have, like, Common Rider stuff on them. Those sleeves can hold a card, However, those sleeves, if you try to mass shuffle them, the art will will just get skinned right off the back. Like, immediately. That is because the intended design is you put your card into the art sleeve. The art sleeve must then go into a character sleeve, which is a clear outer sleeve, to protect the art on the sleeve from the act of shuffling. It's like double sleeving, but somehow more frustrating. Uh, Dragon Shield got in on this, so there's now a Dragon Shield clear matte outer that you can get, which is designed to work also just with bad sleeves where you like the art. Um, that's what it's for. Uh, that is what you need to make the Lorcana sleeves work. Or, from what I understand, the Game Genic Marvel Champion sleeves, which is even more shocking, because Game Genic make good sleeves. The Marvel Champion sleeves review terribly. And also skin their art off, apparently. So, anyway. Uh, uh, don't buy the Lorcana sleeves, because I know it's tempting, because the art's real nice. If you buy them, you are paying a lot for sleeves you're going to have to then sleeve. Just be aware. Yo-dog. No, the yo-dog is, is inner sleeve double-sleeving, because that's neat. That's cool. That's protecting your investment. This is protecting the investment of the art in the back of your sleeves. I'm making hand motions. Um... Anyway, uh, hey, that,
1: that that still that still is into yo. See, see, like inner sleeves and regular sleeves. That's I'm protecting my thing. the The yo dog exhibit is. I heard you like sleeves, so you got the cool sleeves, but now you need the sleeve to protect cool sleeves. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't buy the the sleeves. Just just skip all this. Don't buy the the sleeves. Um, feel bet ba- feel bad for every store that has them in stock because I suspect every store that has them in stock was ordered to order a bunch of Lorcanus sleeves to get some Lorcana, because uh, these are the stores that have lots of it.
2: Hey, guess um, what else we have a lot of at the store?
0: Ah, uh, yes, I yeah. suspected. I suspected. Don't, don't don't sell those if you're
1: a decent human being, or sell those if you need a job and money. You know, if,
0: if TJ, if you guys don't have uh, Dragon Shield clear outers, just just get a couple and have them on the shelf next to the Larkana stuff, and put up a sign. Because, <laughs> let me tell you, you know, what, you know what the gaming store staff were really not really equipped to deal with? Was, am I able to return these sleeves because they're terrible, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, you just do, you do the Amazon thing. Frequently purchased with. When somebody comes up with one of those, you just pull the other ones out. And you're like, no. Frequently purchased with. Yeah. No frequently purchased uh,
0: but also the Lorcana sleeves and the Lorcana deck boxes if they feel like funko pops the, like it feels like stores were just commanded like you get Lorcana cards as long as you get all this stuff too and if you don't i swear we're gonna bury you under star wars land um anyway that's that's been a show <laughs> Hey, you listen to WTFATFW, episode 639. Um, thank you all uh, for listening. Thanks, Aaron and TJ, for joining me. Um, we'll be back. Uh, I feel like I need to also acknowledge some sad news since our last podcast, because we talked about it at a slightly less sad point, And I didn't want to say it up the front, so I'm just going to throw it out there, because you all know already. But you have got to acknowledge this kind of thing on here. Uh, we did sadly lose Peter Spellos, uh, as we had, we had mentioned it in one of our shows, like early on, he was going through some rough stuff. Uh, so it was not unexpected, but it's still kind of a bummer. And, uh, I'm sure everyone's kind of said their piece now, but I wanted, I wanted to make sure we acknowledge that on here. Um, dude clearly was like, you know, left, left a mark on Transformers, clearly left a mark on his acting students though. Like, it seemed like they were, they were the thrush on that GoFundMe. So, like, what a great legacy to leave behind is a whole lot of actors in the industry who are like, I learned from Peter Spellos. Uh, I even have a Peter Spellos story. It's a really funny one. Uh it doesn't involve me. It involves my brother, who has been to all of two Transformers conventions. Uh, I think it was 2001 was when they had the Ridd actors in. Um, my brother, for whatever reason, because Peter Spellos was in some horror movie that he saw, like, went to, like, get his, you know, his autograph or whatever, uh, introduced himself. Two days later, uh my brother encounters Peter Spellos in the elevator, and he told he told me and my mom this later on, because he was on his own. He was like, That Peter Spellos guy is really convention coded. That guy's convention trained. We're like, why? He's like He remembered my name in the elevator, but in that specific way where you know that he has he has a brain that has trained itself to just remember the names of people for the the weekend of a convention. Because he was like, Ah, oh, hmm. Oliver, but in that very specific make contact. Like, hi, make contact, pause Oliver You know, like where you 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 for forty eight hours. Rolodex
1: spun real quick. Yeah,
0: for forty eight hours, you will remember everyone who said hello to you at your table. Um, but my understanding from I think it was TF Nation is that Peter Spallus also was just like one of those guests where uh, if you hung out with him for an evening, he became Facebook friends with you, etc. etc. Um, that's the that's the impression I got at least. So you know, lots there's a lot of happy memories in there, and that's that's the best kind of story you can hope for. So, I wanted wanted to acknowledge that and also share my brother's story that I don't think my brother remembers anymore, because that was like 2001. Uh, Anyway, as I said, thanks, y'all, for listening. Thanks, y'all, for joining me, uh, the collective y'all and the smaller y'all. We'll be back again, and so until then, uh, go be the greatest shark in town. Ha! Alright, I'm going to push stop. Who's the baddest shark around? Who's the smartest shark in town? Skybite, that's me! we
1: will drive scourging to the ground and never let old Megatron down? Skybite, that's me!
0: What the f***'s going on down there? T, si, 1000 si. <laughs> situation what oh, 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 hey you oh, <laughs>